Gentlemen, good morning. Here's the host of your show, Mr. Stefan Adika. Yo, Mike, how you doing, buddy? There you are. I'm right here. How you doing? Huh? You can poke your, your ear. Oh, man. We have no meeting this morning. I just, like, threw you guys to the walls. I started right with the intro. Usually we talk. I love your style. You we're, like we're my professional. style? It's real professional. We don't need to speak before the show. We don't need, we need to speak after the show. I want different tour bus. So the guest that's coming on here today. <laughs> I, wanna... I, I want different tour bus. <laughs> I want different oh, tour bus. It's gotten no that big. Buses. No, no, no. It's gotten that big. I got to ask you a question. Go on. Matt Sorum. Matt Sorum. Yeah, he did, he, some show. he did some show about his book yesterday. And how come I can't get him on our fun-loving show? He called me. I talked to him yesterday. Doesn't he know I know Denny? Hankler from Seaberg 1000. Denny Hankler's great. Let's talk about can Denny. We, can his... we put any of those photos up, Denny? We, we so will. people know who Denny Hankler is? I, I want to. Listen, really quick. Before we go to Hankler, he's a drummer, Denny Hankler. Yeah, Today's he's all, a great It's all about drummer. drums. All about drums today. He's, a, he's friends with Eric Singer, too. And he's friends with Vinny Kaliuta. One of the greatest question. drummers in the world. Let's go back to go Matt, Matt Sorum. Why is he Huckabee China? I don't know. I don't. I don't know. Does he have, does he have a problem with me? Out. Does Sorum have a problem? I, listen, no. Does he have a problem? But check this out. Is there a problem? He asked Just be honest. Me, honest. No, I'm gonna, I might be he, working with him next week, he used so to, I can he really used, get in. He used to like Adika. We used to talk clothes. We both used to shop on Melrose think, at Lords. Remember Lords? And and he likes to uh, shop at the shoe place for the, the creepers. Matt and I always talk Posers. about clothes. I remember Matt back in the day when he had Colonel Custard hair. Come on. So did you <laughs> <laughs> remember the remember when Matt had the Colonel Custard hair? You oh, laugh. Oh God. You laugh. Yeah, I do. He, that was nice. I remember him. I like Colonel Custard, Matt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, what did I do wrong? Oh, nothing. But you, don't, don't, don't. what did you do so right yesterday about Spearhead Coffee? That was incredible. The rant I, was incredible. I, I, I love the coffee. It's the best coffee. I'm not allowed okay. to talk about it. My rant. I get in trouble. Did you watch it? I love it. We can't recap that. I, I, no, it's the best coffee. And it, it's actually, Spearhead so, has the best coffee. Hold on. Let's talk about Spearhead really quick. It's, it's, um, do, you, do you know about Spearhead coffee? Uh, of course, from the show. This stuff is so good. It's like, it'll wake you up in the morning. Yeah, it's good coffee. <laughs> it's good stuff, Mike. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's right. Mmm, Spearhead coffee. It's the best. <laughs> The best. If you need to pick me up, right up, right over there. Look, look, look above your head. Look right there. Just touch that. No, the other side. You see the screen? Mm. Look, look, touch the other way. Yeah, touch that. You get a dose of waking up in the morning with Spearhead. Look how nice. Is that nice? Ooh, yeah, that's right. And also, if anybody else wants to become a sponsor, call Adika. We'll make it all happen on Adika okay. TV. Like Roxy TV. Just, uh, <laughs> just something I don't understand is... Spearhead is a, a coffee company that you have by your house there that you've actually walked into the brick and mortar. Okay. And you say, I like your coffee, blah, blah, blah. 
they did they give you some beans? They gave me they gave me uh, about okay. two bags and they gave me this great hat. I go, I'll talk about yeah, your the hat coffee. looks cool on you. I'll talk about your coffee. Cool yeah, and it's actually excellent coffee. Um, it's actually in Paso Robles. It's right by Paso Robles Inn. So if you take the 101 uh, freeway, get off of Spring Street, go that exit. You'll find right Spearhead. The, the girls from Spearhead will do you right. They're very nice people there. Um, it's one of the best places in, pa in Central Coast. There's a couple of other places, but it's one of my favorite ones, just to be clear on that. All righty? So Spearhead, tell them Stefan sent you. All right. So... <laughs> Hey. But for now, Spearhead is... No, 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 they, no, 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 no. I, I'm going to push it out till I find another coffee person that wants to be on the show. But they're the best. I'm trying to show the world different coffees because we are coffee. Yeah, no, coffee. no, I think that's great. Like, yeah. Oive, Oive, all he drinks is Walmart coffee. Look at him. He's a great, look at, look at I him. Have, I, I don't have nothing to say to that guy. I can't, you can't talk to Walmart. And this, this, this schmo over here only drinks his, like, tea bags. Look, look, at, like, look at him, Office, Officer Putz over there. All right, it's enough. You is all I care about. You, Matt Sorum. Let's talk about Matt for a second. He was on a show, Axis. I saw. I saw. Hmm. I saw. He saw was on Axis, like a real show. I don't know if it was real. Axis. They they're doing. They're doing the same stuff like us. The only difference is. Well, everybody's doing it from home. Every. The only difference is between us and them. Go on. <laughs> you're, you're on a Diga TV. It'll get better than that. People, Mike, do you realize something? Really quick. Can I tell you a secret? Always Hang looking on at the phone. I'm going to show Sorry. you something. No, I want to show you for the for the people. Hang on. Let, Yesterday let, let, was let, Tuesday let, or Wednesday. Oh, okay. uh, yeah, yeah. John Gregory, your do you, mom, should, Matt you want to hear? No, no, no. No, Matt Sorum. Oh, there it is. Matt Sorum. Okay, he did. There it is. You want to hear it? Let's listen to what he had to say to me. Okay, let's listen. Ready, everybody? Here, this is, consider this a Patreon special and a non-Patreon special mm -hmm. for everybody. Here it is. Ready? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Speaker on. Oh, oh shit! I got hands. That's all right. If you like what you see here, here everybody, I want you to subscribe, like it, love it, subscribe. Are you guys ready for this? We're ready. Coffee talk at its best. God. How do you like that? Let's he's, play it again one more time. He's got rock voice. God. Did you guys hear that? I heard it. Do it Can again. we call him? Let's call call, him. call Matt right now. One more now. time. Call him right now. Okay. Yeah. Let's okay, call I'm going to call him. Let's yeah. call him. Sorry. Oh, she has to crawl by the wife? Is the wife crawling? How you doing, Nora? Good. Do you hear it? I like He has rock voice, Matt Sorum. Yeah, like he it. does. Do you want me that to call was, uh, well, let me I see can... here, 1125 in the morning. Hey, I'll call Steven Adler. I'll call Steven Adler now. You call Matt. Because I used to live with Matt Sorum. I lived with Steven Adler. We could get them both. I love together. it. How about if we get wow, them both roommates. on the show? We'll talk about what kind of roommates we were. Hey, how about if we get them both on the show at the same time? Mm. People, that would be a great one. Oh, my God. Let me tell you something. Just before I forget. Yeah. When I lived with Matt, we mm. rented a house in Laurel Canyon. Mm -hmm. I forget what the name of the street is now. Laurel Terrace. And mm -hmm. it was one of Duff's houses. And there was a jacuzzi and a pool. And the mm -hmm. jacuzzi had, a, had a, 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 like a cinder block wall that Duff had drawn, draw, painted, Mandy is a cow. And, and he, 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 he did the most third grade looking painting of a cow and wrote, Mandy is a cow. Mandy was his ex-wife, right? I don't know. 
You, you can't talk about that either. <laughs> I could talk about Mandy. My wife is probably watching. I used to go out with oh. Mandy, but she was not overweight. She was in good shape, man. And she's still in good shape to this day. You know what's crazy is we didn't have cell phones back then. Was Duff thinking that Mandy would fly over the house and she, he, she would see the art in the swimming pool? How did he do it? it? No, it was, it was on was, the wall. No, oh. no, it was the paint, but it was on the wall, like the wall. Here's the jacuzzis here. Look at this, this guy. This guy's wall, getting all excited. Look, he's wall. sleeping. He's sleeping. Uh, <laughs> what a face. So wait a and, second. And, and anyways, I probably have a picture somewhere that's not been scanned or, or, or taken a photo somewhere in my thing. I just vaguely remember. We didn't take a lot of pictures. That's a I mean, I didn't have a lot of pictures. Mandy is there. a cow. Huh? Mandy's, Mandy's not a cow. She, she probably watches. I know sometimes she watches. Mandy's I know. Not, Mandy likes to Or stalk. Mandy the cow. Uh, or it was maybe it was Mandy the cow. I'll have to ask Matt. He's not going to remember. I'll, I'll be. Mandy was very nice, very sweet lady, and and she's a couple of years older than me. And then you know, yeah. I, I dumped Mandy for my ex-wife, and then my ex-wife and I parted ways. And then I met the love of my life. I moved out of Hollywood. I ran from the world, and now I'm here living. That's entertainment. Doing a show. Doing a show. You're an inspiration. That's. That's You're doing a success story, as they like to say. No, the Mandy was very cool. Let me let's really let's do this really quick, okay? Let's let's say hello what? to the people over there. Wait, I, hold on, Matt let's Storm, back to me. Bring you the guys. Forget. I'm going to bring them on. We tell Matt that we could do a recap okay. live at five. We'll do a, if he doesn't want to wake okay. up in the morning. Okay. What's, what's he? What's his Perfect. beauty treatments? He has to sleep. Tea bags on the eyes. What's he do in the morning? I don't know. We should ask him. I don't know. I haven't lived with him. Where's he go time. shopping now? We're on lockdown. Is he shopping? Is he looting? You know. No, no, no. He's got a place in Hollywood by the Beverly Center, which he they were part. The looters were parking in front of his house. He was Uh he was warned about. But he's been staying in Palm Springs. He has a house in Palm Springs. He's so Dean Martin. He's the Dean Martin of Rock. He he's like Dean Martin of Rock. He has a nice old car. What kind of cars he have? Yeah, I don't know. We'll talk about cars. I'm me either. Yeah, you talk, no, he would be great on the show. He would be a lot of fun. I know nothing about cars. I just know how to drive it barely. Wait, first of all, nobody you know, Oive, first of all, Oive, Oive, Oive must have met him, has a picture with him. Let's ask Positive. You met Matt Sorum? Right? You met Sorum, Oive? So, several times. And you got a picture. So, yeah, you have several, a picture. several or a couple? Six? Okay. You know what I love? And then Corey, does he, does he have a problem with Corey, though? That's Oive, what we're going to find it, out. Hang on. If, if, I, I got to say something. If Stefan's going to get his own tour bus, I want a new dressing room because you guys are pissing me off. You, you know what I like about Oive? It reminds me of the Colonel Mustard years <laughs> with Sorum when he, Use Your Illusions tour, right? Remember that? New York City. There was big parties. The Royalton Hotel. It was wild. Use Your Illusions, Guns N' Roses, me and Roxy. You know your friend Roxy that has yeah. a show, Imitates Mine. Well, the back in the day, <laughs> Custard had... You know, Storm had the custard hair, but all the girls would have, all the girls would have, look at the chin, look at him. They would have the war patch between the legs like you have on your uh, face. Look I at had that. it too. <laughs> look at that. War patch. All, yeah, that's the women. They would have the Mr. T down there. Is that still yeah. a sky? That's like a hair, that's like a, <laughs> 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 Right? The Mr. T. Here's oh, one guy that God. never saw anything, never saw action in his life. Mr. Corey Levington. How you doing? Hey, there he is, lady. Let's <laughs> hey, call the landing strip, Stefan. I call yeah. Mr. Yeah. T, Mr. Mrs. Patch. T, landing strip. You land on nobody's strip. I know you. By Mr. the way, that there was an earthquake, a major earthquake yesterday in Searles, California. In the desert. <laughs> Give us the report. Give us the eyewitness news. Tell us what's Give going on, to. Corey. Give it to us. What's going on? And there's Corey? also an asteroid at the size of the Empire State Building headed for us, but it's 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 going to miss us narrowly. Are you serious? 
I'm Are you serious? That work, Take, you know Corey knows all this stuff. Hold on. Ladies and gentlemen, here's the news by Leventon. Corey, give us the real... Look how serious his eyes are going to get. Watch this, everybody. No, Boom. that was it. Show us what's going on. Tell us what's no, going on. No, yeah, I haven't watched the news. You were tell right. Tell me. Tell me. You're, you're a reporter. I've been happy for the past 24 hours. I don't, I don't want you happy. I want you to tell the world what's going on. Tell us about <laughs> asteroids. Tell us. There's an asteroid the size of the Empire State Building that's going to narrowly miss the Earth on are Saturday. You, are, you messing, are you messing with me? No. All right. I don't know nothing about this. Tell, tell us all. Well, you don't have to because, you're, well, it's, because we you're, got you. we're not going to be impacted. It's going to miss us. Oh, so, so that's what kind of reporter you are? We, we don't live there. It's going to miss us so you don't give a crap about the people on the other side. <laughs> But Look it's funny, the... all the all the bullshit stories on uh, on uh, the internet because they want you to click on them and that's all they care about. They so what's say the truth? Asteroid headed to Earth Saturday. Okay, so what's the truth? I have you here, and I want people to click here. Tell us to help <coughs> help, help the Coffee Talk viewers. Tell us. Well, the truth is, and actually now it's only my opinion because science has become an opinion. But uh, so my opinion mm. is that the asteroid's gonna gonna miss us because that's what scientists say. But of course, scientists don't know as much as uh, internet people. Okay, would would Buckethead save the day? You think against Helmethead? I mean, I want to know. <laughs> um. <laughs> Fasano, Fasano, uh, Matt Sorum uh, was actually a good friend of mine. I don't know if Great. he remembers in 25 years, but he, he was so cool, so awesome. I had a couple of dinners with him at uh, Swingers on Beverly. Which Who, paid? Who paid for the right dinner? Now. Who paid for the dinner? I always offered, but people looked at me and they're like, oh, yeah, that, that's nice of you, but here. <laughs> why do you look like, why do you look like Great. a Great, okay, so we're okay. We're okay yeah. for Matt. We're yeah. go for Matt. Can we get okay. Matt? I'm friends with Matt. We're going to work. Wake him up right now. Just wake him up. I can't wake you him could. up. You could. I'll call. I'll call Adam. You, know you call Matt. Watch this. I'm not afraid of nothing. I Matt actually Corey. has my voice. Hang on. A you second. don't have Rock he Guy's got... voice. What do you mean? Don't no, go. Well, he was that's, low. That's, I have, Matt's voice is unnaturally high for someone of his size. On me, it's it passable, but on him, it's like <laughs> stand up and stand up and stand up and you let me see. Cartoons. You're like Rich you. Little. You're like the Rich Little, Little of Circus Magazine. Does everybody know what happened to Corey and Circus? He got fired. So look. <laughs> Why? So. Did you interview Matt for, for at Circus? Matt would actually tell me things when Axel told the whole band not to talk to. So the you're telling stuff. you're telling us Matt would confide to Leventon. Well, it wouldn't be like personal things, but it would be like, you know, when a tour is going to start, stuff like that. He, hey, he was just such a hey, nice guy. Hey, Corey, by the way, don't say this to nobody, but the tour is starting March 1st, 1997. <laughs> it's between you and me. Yeah. <laughs> it's well, between us. No promoters, no or nothing. <laughs> no promoters. Look at this. Here, look. Here, look at this. Matt's so busy. Matt was on Access TV yesterday from his See? house. See? What? See? And you're best friends with the guy. It's, it's, well, but it's, that's a real show, Stephen. No, no, stop it's it, stop it. You got show. your wife in your ear. Your wife's crawling between your legs down below to go <laughs> to the kitchen. With the chicken. She's going, where's the bathroom? Point which way the bathroom is in your house. And which way's this your bedroom? Way. Which way's your bedroom? That way. And which way's the front door? That way. So every time she has to go to the front door, which what is she, what's her way. route? She goes underneath. Underneath, underneath me. Underneath the desk. She's like, she a mono, she's like a Monica camera. Lewinsky. She's like your wife. She doesn't want to be on camera. <laughs> She's no. like Elon Musk. I came to I'm the conclusion. You? Oh, Pat. Happy birthday, Pat. Morning, guys. Right. Mugs hey, up. Pat. It was his birthday Hugs yesterday. Up. It was his birthday yesterday. Let's say hello. Matt Sorum doesn't like the show. Your wife probably called Matt. Don't do Stefan's ridiculous show. She doesn't. Listen, Matt wants to be on camera. 
My wife. Well, I want men on camera. We'll get him on the show. I want men. I want to talk about. Listen, I can't tell you something. Real There's going to be. I'm going to probably be working with him on something Thursday right. and Friday of next week. That's what? what he called me about. Okay, let's so, go. Listen. Shh, wait, wait. Shh, shh, shh. Okay, look at me. Look at me. Really, look at me. Look me and you. We're alone now. Me Nobody's, and you. Come on, get nobody watching. Between you. between us, what are you working on? Tell tell Adika. Look, this is a face you could trust. What's what are you working on? An internet thing. An internet thing. Whoa! Yeah. You're doing your own show. No, ah. mm. no. Mm. He's got a show, and I'm going to schlep his drums. Schlep. That's a, a Jewish word, right? It's schlep. A, it's a, it's it sounds like it. It's it's for an internet show. thing that's going to be broadcast. Yeah, the colonel goes. Corey looks like the great kazoo from the Flintstones with the helmet on. It's you do. <laughs> you actually do look like the great the kazoo. kazoo. <laughs> you do. You you do. Corey, was there really an earthquake? Fred Flintstone. Corey, I'm coffee. Look at John. Corey should have his own coffee called Helmet Head Coffee. LOL. <laughs> Helmet Head Coffee. That's right. Uh, wasn't it. there a Guns N' Roses guy? <laughs> that was Buckethead, I think. Yeah. Steph, Stefan, did you ever jam with Buckethead since you've played with everybody? Uh, you know, no. I don't. I didn't even meet Buckethead. That that's a version of Guns that nobody cared about. I think. How would you How would you know if you met him? He wouldn't have had the bucket no, on his head. No, I never. That's met, true. I, never, I met when Buckethead was in the band. I it, it was me and Dizzy Reed playing the Cat Club, and we were mm. playing places like every Thursday night, Sunset Strip. Me, Dizzy, sometimes. Hey, hey, Gilby hey, Clark. hey! What? Pizano's probably played with him. Who? You know, if you're Buckethead going to replace. If you're going to replace the slash, you want to do it with with somebody. You want to be real different. The, I don't understand that Guns N' Roses version. We're really going to show Slash off. We're going to get this guy called Buckethead <laughs> in the band. We'll show him off. He doesn't want to come to rehearsal. I got one up on him. Like whose idea was to get a guy with Kentucky Fried Chicken hat? Like it's, 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 it's like replace. Like, it's like replacing Richard Pryor with the unknown comic. Listen, I know the odds <laughs> to get Axl Rose on my show. It's not going to happen. I'm not. I'm not as big as Eddie Trunk. I get it. You know, Mazel, Mazel. So I'm going to be honest with you. Like who's what? Like like I love Guns N' Roses, and it was like to be an honor to ride the coattails of members of Guns N' Roses formally. The formalities. It was an honor. Fasano and I played with Gilby opening up for Alice Cooper. It was Gilby. great. I got to play with. I met Brian Tishy through Gilby. They I met Eric Singer Duff. through Gilby. They call me Discount Duff. But greatest record, <laughs> Appetite for Destruction, great album, Lies, great songs. Use Your Illusions is is even pretty good. But when you get the chicken on the head, the bucket head, that was like, you know, whatever. I don't get it. I don't get it. I, I just oh, I it's just not cool. The Stones, you don't see the Stones wearing a Jack in a Box bag on their face, so somebody <laughs> you know replace Bill Wyman. Here's the unknown comic on bass. It doesn't uh -oh. make doesn't make sense. You're, what you're upsetting, Adam D. Oh, Adam D. Brian Carroll's. Well, why if 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 Brian Carroll was Buckethead, why didn't they go? Hey, my name is Brian. Well, what's he look like? I want to know. He said he's Dimby God. Do not trash talk the bucket. Adam says. Oh, I'm sorry, Adam. Oh, oh, I didn't realize Adam D is really into Buckethead. Oh, he is Buckethead. Oh my goodness. I lost I bet, Adam I D. I'm sorry. Hum me a Buckethead song. Adam D, I got to ask you a question. When you're romancing your woman at night, right? Honestly, do you put a little... Put bu hey, honey, <laughs> let's get sexy. Let's put a little Buckethead on. I mean, uh, Adam, come on. Send Adam D a link. Get his email. Let's get him on here. I want to talk to him about... <laughs> Adam D, you are allowed to come on here and talk about Buckethead. Stefan Adika, A.K. Discount Duff. I like... I like a... Uh, Duff no, I, you know, I like to get Duff McHagan on here. You know, I think he... Listen, he one of these days... I want to tell you my nickname, Slash, well, not my nickname, Slash one time said I was the worst 
Matt Swarm impersonator he's ever seen. Did you take that as a compliment? Well, here's another story. Let's bring did, our wait, guest on. Did you, did you take that as a compliment? Hold on. Did you take that as a compliment? Yeah, of course. When Flash... You know who I like to... If, 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 if we can't get Duff McKagan, we should get Duff's tech, McBob. He was a fun guy. Let's get... We should get... Yeah, McKagan. no, I, t- I talked to him about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you he, always he, say he that. He gets up early. No, he gets up my, early. He plays my, golf. Mike Fazano. Listen, it's eight twenty. I think we have a guest, and we're going to stop. Talk about Mike Fazano. I've talked. The guy. Look at the back of his wall for a set. Let's examine Mike's life. Mike, this is your life. I, I play drums for a living. I've worked on every drum record in the world, but you can't even bring one real drummer. You know, you played with to, Don Felder. You played with Don Felder. You fought with Go Felder. On. You fought with Felder. You want. You Felder. want screen time. So you want screen time. If, I don't if, want screen time. I want you to have screen time. Look, he saved. Phil I want to talk about life. You, you, with our guest. Hold on, stop. The guest it doesn't care. You're guest. not going to talk to the guest because you didn't bring him on. Here's the situation. <laughs> but I thought it's a drum thing. You, but you don't you bring. Want me to talk about drums? What are you going to talk about drums? You, this this guest will talk. This Who's guest got a lot. Corey's going to talk about drums. No, Corey's an idiot. Oy Nobody Vey, talks to talk him. Oyve's the one who brought him. This this hidden gem is from Oyve. Oyve brought Doc. He brought Doc McGee. You know, you don't, you know what? Hi, you know, Corey Levinson doesn't have no, you know, Corey, I asked Corey, bring me some good people to the show. You know, this guy offers to bring I me Heidi, Heidi Fleiss. <laughs> and yeah, Heidi Fleiss, you know, she, you know, she does now, Heidi Fleiss. I'll, I'll call Karen. her. Oh, I should, I should kiss her ass to come on here. She's, she's in, she's like in, in Palmdale with birds. What is she doing? Birds <laughs> shitting on her head. Heidi Fleiss. That's a story. That's a real story. Yes, Hi, I was a hooker. I was a madam. Now I save birds' lives and they shit on my head. That's entertainment. Come on, Corey. Amber, got, Amber doesn't want you to bring her on. I'll bring her on, but, but look, Buckethead's now going crazy. Buckethead solo uh-oh. Gina. Uh oh. Uh oh. I brought you Lydia, you ungrateful jerk. Oh you didn't yeah. Bring me Lydia. Lydia yes, came I, to yeah, me. Of course I did. Lydia. Lydia. Lydia came to me. No, she, she didn't. You jerk. She, she I've been knew, talking to her for three years. Uh, she knew you're not human. <laughs> she didn't go to you but you're not a human being okay you know what i'm gonna have oive introduce our next guest and okay. i want you i want Corey, re, re, raving reporter here interview you're a big shot you're circus magazine yeah, you're you're a reporter. I love to see I know everyone in the kiss. World. Everybody, everybody wants to be. A, everybody not, wants to be. Not kiss. Do you it's know what I realize about you guys? Look, your wife shut the door. She's pissed. You know what I realize about it. you guys? Every you guys want to be a Dika. I realize it. You all want to. Well, be you a have Dika. your own action figure. We don't. Hey, hey, let's say hello, Oybe. Before we bring the guest on, we're being rude. Okay. Adam D's upset. Adam D, I'm only joking. Buckethead's my favorite show. In, it's. I love all his records. Bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Name one. It's record. Name one. Oh, yeah. you, you, you know what? I'll show just you. Say, Buckethead bucket song. Hold on. <laughs> when I get my woman hot and ready for a good evening of rock and rolling in the sack. <laughs> hey, Amber, are you ready? Because I am. It's like this. Here's my. Yeah, I got. I got a video. Uh, of Bucket, I got a video of Buckethead's song. I'm sorry. Hold on. Hold on. You want to see it? Yeah. No. No. I'm being serious. Come on, you guys. Stop. All right. Come on. Go on. You guys are like rude. If I could find it. Hold on. They'll be nice. I'm trying we're, to get the guest on. So he we're gonna get the guest. The guest is coming. He's coming. He's, he's laughing. Coming. He's laughing he's, right. He's now. having a good time. You just yeah. don't want to talk about all the guests that you bring on. I got a guy that's saying he's coming on three years from now. 
Matt Sorum. We can't talk about it, but he's Good. coming on. He has, then I find out. I go on the internet. Matt Sorum's on 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 a, on a real TV show. They have like uh, two hundred thousand. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. They got two hundred thousand. They got like two a thousand and million real. subscribers, and only ten people are watching. That's a real show. I'll get more. I'll get more. Tell Matt I'll hype it up. Do you know the things that go on in my show? Look at the stuff people see. Look at we got things like this. Got you got the, the, sighting, the sightings of Eddie Trunk. You got cooking with the kid. You want a barbecue? You cook with the kid. Go to YouTube. Mm. Um, and then you want music? You want? I can't find it. I lost it. Oh boy. Oh never mind. Where is it? Oh, and here the video of Buckethead playing. That's a good one. That's a hidden That's gem. A Call Bucket. Well, we got to get Buckethead on here, too. Come on, Adam. Adam D. If I make I fun of my guys, that. I got to bust some shops, Adam D. Get Adam D on the show. He deserves to come screen time. I like Adam. He's great. Okay? And remember, everybody makes fun of Adika. When I was a little kid, everybody used to call me Ape. You were bullied. Ape two times, bicycle three times. That's how it goes. Okay. You ready to bring on the next guest that's coming on? Hidden. Hidden. Hidden gem. Hidden gem. Are you yeah. ready? Ooh, that was good. Who said that? That was for Sonic. Yeah. Was that Matt Soren? Maybe. No, that's good. All right. All right. You, you, think, re- you think I'll know the guest? I think I think I put you backstage because that's it. Think about it. Okay. <laughs> Hold on. Oive, it's all about you. Introduce right. this next guest. Ready? Yes. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'll give you screen time. Oive. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, my good buddy, the drummer from the Nixons and the multi-platinum band Seether, Mr. John Humphrey. There, welcome, John. Welcome, John. Welcome, buddy. What's up? How, how you there doing, John? Welcome to welcome to uh, Adikaville and Adika's friends. Thanks how for having doing? me, man. Ah, oh, man. What's up, so, brother? So that's a good introduction. Oive, you're good. Very good. Yeah, really no. good. Get the hell out of here. Hey, John. <laughs> <laughs> who, needs, who needs him, man? You know. Welcome to the show, buddy. You Thanks, and I. Man. We talked yesterday for the first time at live at five at my show, and um, yeah. I didn't know you, and we started. Ch- talking because my friend who i played with it filled in for you when you hurt your hand correct that's right that's right brian tishy he did he he filled in he did two two shows and uh actually it was back surgery i had back surgery oh, in 07. Back, really yeah yeah i had a fusion and uh, uh i recovered it usually takes eight to ten months to recover from a fusion i did it like in four months but anyway there were still a couple of shows in there and brian filled in for me yeah Wow. Wow. Back surgery. What was that? So what was it from the whole back surgery? Something from. Yeah. Just years of wear and tear on the body. Uh, I know a lot of drummers actually. Yeah. Yeah. And lift it. Well, you know, drummers always got the gear, right? We always got to hunt the gear. And, and uh, I had a PA company at one time and, you know, just stuff over the years just kind of wore it down. Had a disc that completely crumbled. So I had to have surgery. Wow. So from sitting in hunching and is that what you yeah mean? probably bad just, posture yeah, bad posture right? it was it wasn't playing like xbox or atari atari back in the day <laughs> no right <laughs> sitting in a room <laughs> like that you know no. now okay so you're a world-class drummer the band you guys did a great version i gotta be honest with you careless whisper thanks man amazing Thank amazing you. a great song such an underrated song for it you know back when it first came out as rock guys of being into all the hard rock guys you right. would never think back in the day when it came out, you're like, oh, no, I'm not going to listen to that. Right. But <laughs> right? the baseline on that song, how incredible do you, is it? It's just a great song. When you break it down and listen to the original, 
yeah. relationship is great. You yeah. guys did a awesome. kick-ass job on that. Thanks, man. Yeah, you a know? lot of guilty pleasures, right, in the 80s and love that stuff. And that was kind of a fluke, man. We were asked by iTunes to do some uh, do something for Valentine's Day of all of all days and uh, see they're not being really a, a lovey-dovey sort of band. Anyway, no. we, we thought it would be great to, to maybe to cover that. You know, Sean yeah. threw it out. So we went in on a day off into New York City, Electric Lady Studios. I'd never been there before, man, uh -huh. that legendary place. It was yeah. amazing. And we did it in a day. We tracked that thing. We recorded it in a day. And it turned out uh, better than we could have expected, you know. And the thing, with it, it took off, man. It was just, you know, request, hugely requested and, and did really well for us. That's, that's better than somebody yelling, hey, do Freebird, right? That's right. It's That's better, right. way better. You've got a better choice right there. Electric Lady. Okay, I'm from Brooklyn, Canarsie. Yeah. So I know you're a big Kiss fan. In Canarsie, yeah. Peter Chris, at the heyday of Kiss, I lived on Patagate 2, and it was like Rose. It was like Patagate 1, Patagate 2, and it went up to you know, 12 or 13th. He was at the last one. I forget now because I'm 52. Okay. My mind's not there. But the heyday of Kiss, I was told he lived in my neighborhood. Now, Canarsie, oh, wow. if you saw the movie Goodfellas, it was based on uh, in that 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 town is this oh, Jewish, wow. Irish, Italian. Um, so Peter supposedly lived there. Electric Lady, Kiss. You yeah, think man. of Kiss because I saw yeah. it, Lick It Up. I saw Kiss. I remember, never forget this. I saw Gene walking into the studio. It was on Eighth Street by right. Eighth by Eighth Avenue. Electric Lady. If, if you New York is out there, it has a little gold plaque on the wall. I yeah. Mean, and I've been in there a couple of times. My buddy. Um, Oh, what was his name? Uh, I jammed with him too. He was in a band. He played with Rico Kasich's solo band. So right before I moved to LA, oh, what the hell? Me and Ryan Roxy played with the guy. What the hell's his name? Um, Rick had a. Um, it's on the tip of my tongue. Anyway, he, he was a great drummer. The guy. He was playing with Rico Kasich. Went to visit him, and I've met Rico Kasich at an Electric Lady. And I was thinking Jimi oh, wow. Hendrix. Yeah. I was all the history of what went. Yeah, on. man. I, mean, I was freaking out. It was an, it was what, amazing yeah. to be in there, and and the plaques are hanging all over the hallway. And I'm looking at there's Dress to Kill and there's Love Gun and totally geeking the, out. The man. History, I couldn't believe right? I was there. Yeah, man, it was amazing. amazing. Did you go? Did you go to the room where Hendrix? Did they still have it? Because I don't know if they switched around. It was like Hendrix's room supposed to be in the back of, of Electric Lady. There was like a room where he worked at. Oh really? Yeah. Wow. I, I, like, I saw the the spaceship art mural that's maybe that's what I'm, that's what i'm talking yeah, about maybe yeah that was that, the room that was yeah that's awesome that's still there that or when we were there anyway are you a, a beatles fan as well i'm a beatles fan yeah john lennon fan i'm a huge john lennon fan Love john I, lennon. I, I was talking to to the, one of the guys that, that once he got fired from circus magazine he used to read circus oh yeah absolutely yeah, this, this guy this guy was my roommate too he's pathetic i'll have him talk to you you'll see why he got fired <laughs> but we were we I had a friend of mine back in the day and i was it was the record plant. His dad was like one of the managers at the record plant. So we okay. went in there. They had off time. So the band called Diamond, his name was Mitch Diamond. He's from Long Island. And his friend, Alan Plotkin, was dad worked at the, the record plant. And I remember the big giant guitar that Lennon donated. So I was like laying. And it was about oh, maybe yeah. six, seven years after Lennon died. So think about a real psycho. This is how Oyve thinks. I'm laying on the couch right here. This probably DNA, like a real crazy guy would think. Oh, you ever yeah. Think like, you ever think oh, like that? Absolutely. So you're absolutely. an electric lady and you're thinking, oh, yeah. this is where they probably yeah. did. Yeah. You know, right yeah. here, undress the kill. Right. Yeah. It's just all yeah. the crazy. And you're looking around, like you're staring oh, at the corner of a wall. I totally. They were like, John, John, we got to get to work, man. What are you doing? 
<laughs> it's like I wonder if Peter Chris looked at that crack in the wall. Yeah. That's what I'm looking at. You ever think like real, real psycho? Peter sit on this toilet in here and this. Right <laughs> when he sat here, did he stare at like the cracks? Like, like was was he constipated like me? Like yeah, me and right. Peter are constipated at the same time. You know, look, did, you love you see how phone I, number. You see how oh, this, is, oh, hey, this is how you interview. Okay. I, hey, I do the same craft though. Well, okay, oh, watch yeah. this. Here's Schmuckethead. Hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't make fun of Buckethead. You upset Adam D. You ain't talking shit about me. You know, come on, come on, come on. I want to introduce you to Mike Fizzano. Mike Fizzano, he's okay, our resident. Do you guys know me? No. I, if we met, I apologize. I was probably really. Fuck up, but I don't think we've met. Why do you have to you? start this show like this rock and roll rebel guy? I was screwed. It's like Matt Storm's friend. He, because we're he, old now. This guy's been friends with. That's so okay. I've only started to remember the last ten years. Everything before that sort okay. of worked. John, let me ask you, Matt. No. You know Matt. You know Matt Sorum? Not personally. Oh, he's been friends with you Matt Sorum before. Matt before General Custard Hair. When he comes on. He's been friends okay. with Matt before the Custard Hair. He's good. They they live together. <laughs> Yeah. Nice. Matt invented me. He, he did. That's <laughs> he how did. I found. I yeah. actually met you through because of Matt, in a yeah. way, because I was friends. Yeah. Not as good it's as okay. you, but now he doesn't talk this to me anymore. This is about John. Yeah, John. Not about me. John, you know Matt the band John. Tiger Army? Please. You ever heard of them? No. Of course not. No, unfortunately, I haven't. No. Oh, okay, then I got, you want to be a host because you're a little more pop. You probably got a better fan club. You probably bring me better people. <laughs> I can't, Corey. Take off the, the, the kid's garbage can. Stop. He's schmucking. I love it. It's awesome. I'm replacing. I can't. I can't. This is what this, <laughs> this is like. He's not even funny. The guy's not even. He's ridiculous. He's not even funny. The poor guy. So what? Do you, hey, John. What drums are you playing? By the way, what are you using? I'm a Ludwig guy. You are. Yeah. Wow. So is it now? Did you reach out to them, or you were Lud Ludwig before you were Ludwig? No, no. I uh, actually they reached out to me. That's cool. uh, to be honest, I was with D Drum before, and mm -hmm. then Ludwig reached out to me. So yeah, I've been with Ludwig now five years, four or five uh, years. Great. But my first drum set was an old like '60s, you know, mahogany shelf, Ringo Starr style Ludwig kit. So kind of a no, full I circle just, thing for that, me. Really cool. So the Beatles, what was your, what was your first influence? Was it obviously Ringo was, would you say as a kid? Yeah, just the music, but for sure, you know, as you get older, then you start to appreciate the musicianship and, and, you know, and Ringo, obviously. Totally. Now, now really quick, you got behind you. I noticed what is all that behind you? That's mm -hmm. lots of, lots of records. You're a vinyl yeah. guy, huh? That's Jeez. vinyl. Yeah. That's, that's hardcore. That's, that's hardcore. Hard alphabetical, alphabetical order. Oh, absolutely. I'm OCD, man. Have to be. I love it. <laughs> and then the bands, it. the bands, then it's chronological. Yeah. Really? Really? Oh, really? Look, OCD. he's back. He's back. He's back. Oh, okay. Thanks, Corey. Hey. You're back to being human. Hold on, John. I love it, man. See, you and I, you're married, I'm married. But if we were roommates, we make the best roommates because I love it. It's it's like you're organized. My yeah, we talked like, about this, right? The we Felix Oscar yeah, would be yeah. two Felixes because I'm... <laughs> Dude, that's... So wait. Because we do a show talking wax, it's all about vinyl. So yeah. that that section right there, w what letters are we looking at behind you? That's A's through. Uh, those are K's down there. God, he's you got some rare vinyl too there. How many records do you have total, John? Oh, I probably maybe two thousand twenty five. Really? Yeah. Are you are you buying online or are you just like going old school? Like go, you'll go well now you're not going nowhere, but you're going to, <laughs> go go to uh, the I do online, I do online, but I, that's what I miss so much about being on tour, man, is 
I spend all my per diems on records on days off. I have an app on my phone. It'll tell me I've used it all over the world. Record stores that'll be in close proximity to where I am. I'll walk or I'll Uber or something to a record That's store awesome. on days off. I love it. I love Adam, it. Adam, Adam, Adam D. Adam D. Goes. Stefan has a new man crush. Adam D. You could have been my <laughs> man crush. I now I got a friend. You blew it, Adam. Me and you could have been together. You know. That's it. Uh, you have any records from when you were a kid? Like like. Oh yeah, yeah. You, you have the first your first record that you'd stare at. Like it would be the rec the record of. Oh yeah, yeah. I have. Uh, there's a couple. My grandmother actually gave me awesome. like when I was a kid because I had one of those like portable record players that used to carry around as a kid, right? Yeah. And you had the storybook records and little stuff. Totally. Remember the Star Trek, the Planet of the Apes, with the book and they had the record and you. Yeah. The story? Oh yeah, and it it would chime, tell you to turn the page. Totally. Yeah. Oyve, you had you had who, what did you have? Don't say Kiss. What did you have? No. Oyve? I had. You're gonna add Superman and Winnie the Pooh. I I remember I had the pl Escape from Planet of the Apes one, and I remember the record. And Zira was running down the street. Oh, Cornelius, stop! <laughs> right, the voices. <laughs> the voices. I had stop. six million dollar man. Six too. million dollar. And then, oh, oh, oh it was one. it was so funny. Zira was running, and then you get the guy who was going to shoot them. Stop right there, or I will shoot. You know, it was like yeah. so. Turn the page, move. Ding. Stop. Oh, what <laughs> happened? And then the baby, mama. Mama, and it ended. I I gotta find it's so great. Look, it's like the same guy it. doing all the voices, right? Look, here, this show this show is so great. It's like cool guys. Like he's rock drummer Seether, right? He's like sweating, playing some place. Love careless whisper. Corey over there, reporter. Everybody hates you. Fazano, Warren, rock and roll <laughs> rebel, whiskey, Hollywood strip. Oy vey, psycho. And look at us right now. We're all like, and turn the page to Cornelius, mama, mama. Oh man. Ape shall not kill it. It's just I love all that. That's Planet of the Apes was one of my favorites when I was a wow. little kid. You you probably don't watch the show. You probably just found out of us. But I was so into Planet of the Apes. I used to run in the street and and I want to play. Anybody would play Planet of the Apes with me. I would. Let's do this. <laughs> yeah, let's, man. You know, this is like <laughs> in the seventies. I right. watched the four thirty afternoon. Uh, movie in in Brooklyn yeah. and Planet Apes. Remember that the guy yeah. the camera wheel there, dee, 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 and he's wheeling, and I <laughs> I'd wait for Planet Apes, and I'd watch yeah. it in a commercial. I get so it, just inspired by Planet Apes. I go, I want to be Charlton Heston. <laughs> Damn you! You know, it's like now I finally grew a beard. I walk around. I, I should squat now. Who wants to play? <laughs> no, that's it. You know, like. You probably get your ass beat. There was a, there was a really. Oh, walk around no shirt, man cloth. How about you just walk around and want to play with the kids? I want to play. Find the for you with a ten-year-old. You get a fifty-year-old guy with all like But it was so much fun. So I, I lived in a real hardcore, like that. Like I said, you know, the Italians, the Jews, the Irish. So next door, there was like a real like Italian family. They had the best Christmas lights, everything, and the guy. The father owned the pizza restaurant. He's supposed to be, you know, pizza maker, you know. But the guy never dressed dirt, never came back with spaghetti sauce on his shirt. Always right. a nice suit, very mm. nice cars, gold living room. Everything was like a, it was like gold. Everything was wrapped. The couch was in, pla you know, seventies <laughs> plastic, all right. family style. He had a guy. The guy. He was a guy that knew a guy. His son always wanted to play Nova, all the time, all the time. I'll be Nova. Uh, well, you okay? You'll do. You got dark hair, you know. You you're good, Nova. And and Nova would never speak, so nobody would play with the guy. He just speak. He just sit there. 
and I'm Char I want to be Charlton Heston. No, stop right there. That's awesome. <laughs> Corey, you ever played Planet of the Apes on your block? I, I want, I, you probably had the same experience as me. There was a really bad, well, every Planet of the Apes except the first one was, was horrible, but there was a, a sequel that was particularly ridiculous. They used all the same costumes and called people different names. I don't even think Roddy McDowell was in it, but they used Century City because it had just opened the, the shopping mall. Yes. He used it to represent the future. It just opened. Nobody knew what it looked like. Yeah. And, and, and so they filmed like the majority of the movie in Century City. So the first time I saw Century City, I went, that looks familiar. Oh, my God. That's the Planet of the Apes. Totally cool. It was totally cool. No. Now, now Roddy McDowell, are you, John, are you a Planet of the Apes fan? I'm not. I'm boring you. I'm sorry. Not at all. I, but but, but, at but all. I'm sorry. But listen, really quick. He, Roddy McDowell was... Not in the second Planet of the Apes. It wasn't him. I, that I do know. Look at this. Right. Look, 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 Kiss fan. Look, they what? What they say? Oye, what's he say? Then they had the Planet. Then they Apes have TV a Planet, yeah TV show and the board game. The yeah. the Planet of the Apes TV show was actually so awful that it was so good. I loved it. Now I yeah. had the board game, the Kiss one. Remember the Kiss board game? Yes, you, on tour. Yeah. You, do you have it, Oye? Of course. Yeah. Where is? Is it right there? It's right there. I, I love it. I didn't, <laughs> this is not even her show. It bring it, bring it out, bring it. Oh, this, it's in my glass case. I can't just get it out. Oh, just break open the case. No, it's, it's a lot of work to get it out. There's a lot of really? shit in there. Really? Yes. Oi, Vey, come on, show us. Let's let, let us go back. We want to be. Let, this is the chance where we act like little kids together. Look okay, how excited Fazano is. Yeah, I'll show it to you, but it's, it's not it's, even rehearsed. Fazano, Fazano, you have any Planet of the Apes or Kiss stories? What did you play when you were a little kid? Can you say it now? What, what are they? Yeah. Evil can evil. Okay. Yes. I like Evil Knievel. Really? Wait, hold on. Look at Oive. What do you got there, Oive? Can you see it on tour game? Yeah. Oh, yeah. What yeah. is that worth? Because I, yeah. What is that worth now? That... Well, that one's sealed, so it's probably about. I don't know. What do you say, John? Two hundred, two hundred fifty bucks. Maybe a little more. Yeah. Yeah. John, are you a hardcore Kiss collector? I am. I am. Oh, I have so a sealed you... one too. <laughs> so wait, wait a second, you guys. Wait, John, are you saying that's worth? Because I bought that at like a Woolworth, like for. Ten under ten it, bucks. It's crazy, and I lost yeah. it. I, it was like not, the game wasn't even that exciting. Yeah, no, but it's not. <laughs> it was. It was Kiss. Yeah, that's right. It just has the the logo and the pictures of the band, and that's all it takes. Yeah, all that seventy stuff, man. The, the the value of it now. It goes for crazy stuff on eBay. It's, it's crazy, insane. John got to tour with Kiss. I'm jealous of that. Brother. Tell me about that, John. You toured with Kiss. Which what what uh, tour did you guys do? Okay, so the Nixons, we were able to open for them six shows, two weeks on the reunion tour. Mm -hmm. So that was awesome. Uh, we played, they did four nights at Madison Square Garden. We opened the last night. They um, would rotate bands. So D-Generation, 311, us. Yeah. So yeah, man, we played Chicago, Pittsburgh, pretty... but yeah, Madison Square Garden. My parents sat next to Paul Stanley's awesome. parents. and That's awesome. Paul really? waved to them from the cherry picker at the end of the show. Wow. So oh, wait, yeah. wait, wait a second. So you did Madison Square Garden? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's pretty, that's pretty cool. It was that amazing. Changed. It was really amazing. cool. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's and they were, and that was, you know, biggest tour of that year. Huge tour. And mm -hmm. it was amazing. Yeah. What's that? Read the comment right there, Oybe. Debbie Smith says, Corey looks like a statue. <laughs> Yeah, we like to read some of the comments here over here. Wait a second. Uh, how do, let's see. Hold on a second. I want to see what's going on. There was a here. comment. Somebody said, "Love me some cedar." We got Bill K. Nice. That's a yeah. A lot of records. Wow. If you guys have wow. any questions too, for, 
for John. Just feel free. Let's put them in here. How about Debbie yeah. Smith? Where does she go? McVeigh has more kiss stuff than Gene Simmons. <laughs> you know? I don't know now, about that. I believe it. Now, you know what the difference is? McVeigh isn't for sale. Yeah. Now, now, yeah, right. That's the now, difference. Fasano, your drummer versus drummer. Do a little drum talk for you guys because I'm sure there's a lot of drummers in the audience. Let's hear you guys yeah. do some drum it I off. was just going to write a question in on on the uh, no, 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 chat. No, no, no. Let's, let's go leave these guys alone for it. a second. This, he's he's going to say he's from Warren and this and that, but you don't care about uh, me. Let's talk he about, doesn't you, care. You know, all right, let's I'm go. A journalist now. <laughs> let's go right here. <laughs> Jesus. You see what I have to deal with? <laughs> Every awful. morning, John, and and he'll offer you the gig too. After this, he'll, I want to fire persona. Oh, I'm 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 waiting. I'm waiting. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, totally, totally, John. We'll fire him. John, John, you, you guys aren't going on tour right now, right? No, no, we were supposed to. What are you great. doing? Great. I'm going to ask him about them. Yeah. Tell me. So, 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 it's great to meet you. Yeah, nice to meet and, you too. Uh, thanks All for com coming on the show. You know, what's funny is a lot of people think, um that we all know each other right. because we're sort of in the business. We know of each other. And sometimes you tour with somebody and you get to hang with them. You get to know them and that's a cool right. thing. But, you know, we don't know each other just because we've never crossed paths. I know of you. Right. I know of you because we have a mutual Instagram friend, Monkey Drums, from Carmichael okay. Throne Company. Yes, Larry. Yes. And, and my friend Matt had some issues with his back and he got a couple of thrones. Yeah. I know that you're an endorser. Yeah. My friend Brandon Stanekert from Rancid has a throne. I just bought a throne on eBay pr right before COVID-19 because I have four and five discs that are compressed and sometimes I have issues. It's my first time sort of using the throne. How much is that throne helping you with your issues? Amazingly. Um, with your back. Yeah, man. I swear by it. I've been using it now, I want to say seven, six or seven years. And it's, it's, the throne is amazing. So it really, it's, it's, is it something to get used to? I mean, basically, for the people that don't know, a drum throne or a drum stool or a drum seat is usually just round. Right. This is round, but it has a, a little two-inch trough going all the way out to right. let your spine drop into that middle trough, trough without having right. pressure pushing up on it. Right. And it helps you if you have back issues. That's so it. yeah, I'm just I'm trying to get used to it. And you sit, I sit. I've I've noticed that I get up higher now, sitting up higher. Yeah. Um. So I'm a little bit more forward. I'm, and that's probably to help my spine. But I'm getting so high on the throne, I, I feel like I can go a little no, lower now with this. Yeah. Because it's going to let my my spine sort of drop into the trough. Right. Right. Uh, I used to sit a lot lower. And uh, you figure, you know, with your bass drum leg, your bass drum foot, you, you raise up against gravity yep. and then push down. Right. And you sit higher and the motion is only down rather than up. Right. And so I used to sit really low, but I, I sit a bit higher now and I use that throne and uh, it, it's amazing. My back, uh, cool. I don't know if you heard me talk earlier, I had a fusion. I had a disc that completely had crumbled. I had a surgery in 06, 2006. So I was like ending a tour. I couldn't even feel my right leg sometimes. I was doing like uh, I was having to use a double pedal to do things I would normally do with just a single foot with my main right foot. You know, it had gotten so bad. But after the surgery, it was two or three years. I, I was introduced to to Carmichael and to the throne. And it's it's awesome. I swear by it. That's great. Cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely I'm not having issues now, but. But I think it's all preventative too. When you start getting tight or 
pressure or nerves yeah. getting pinched and that's all that stuff. That's crazy. That's great. That, that was one of my, my big things. And the joke I always ask drummers, what kind of hi-hat stand do you use? Because nobody really cares about hi-hat stands. Uh, <laughs> but you do play the Ludwig product. Yeah. Are you using the Atlas, the Atlas hardware? Yes, I am. Yeah, it's awesome. Great stuff. <laughs> Speaking of hi-hat stands, okay. that's a nightmare to put together if you don't know how to put it together, correct? <laughs> it can be. Right? Yeah, yeah, my oldest son is also a drummer, and I told him it's like becoming a drummer, it's like you have to become a mechanic as well, right? You have to, over the years, sure. you know, drum thrones break and, you know, stands break and have to yeah. put things together, and you're always at the hardware store trying to make something work, and no one told you when you have to, you know, when you're learning your rudiments and starting out that you also have to become part-time mechanic right. sometimes. Right. And um, I saw Cedar years ago opening up for, like, Velvet Revolver. Yeah. I don't know if you were in the band. Were you in the band then? Yes. Or yeah. was it? You were, okay. So, yeah. but we never, but your hair must have been different because I don't remember, I would have remembered you. Right. It was short. It was short. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's why I have no, so maybe we passed each other backstage, but we never did. But yeah, I remember Velvet Revolver was doing a lot of these radio shows like in Houston and Dallas right. and whatever. It must have been something like that. That's you right. You guys were, were on that. Yeah. Do you remember? Oh, totally. There you yeah. go, Michael. Yeah. Look at me, Michael, but we didn't get a picture together, Oybe. <laughs> I like it. No, we you connected. We you, connected. You, you connected yeah. over there. Re really quick, I want to thank Stefan Stalker for the donation over there. And also, Abby Franklin has a great question for Zano down there for uh, yeah. John. Okay. So, Cedar started in uh, South Africa. John is from Oklahoma. How right. did the connection happen? Okay, oh. I'm out of it. I'm out of it. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, the Nixons, my first band, we were signed to MCA Records in the 90s, uh, disbanded in 2000. And uh, we had a longtime sound engineer all those years, and he started working for Seether in 2002. And it was their debut album. And Josh Freeze, great drummer, session drummer, did drums. Before never heard of him. Yeah, never heard of him. Played on the first album. Uh, but then they kind of had, you know a few hired guns they went through. They never had a permanent drummer. Anyway, the sound engineer friend of mine suggested I audition. And um, they brought in three or four other guys. I was the last guy to go in. Um, they asked me to learn four songs. I learned the entire first album, which was Disclaimer. And we just went in and nailed the set they were doing at the time. They were out main support for um, Three Doors Down. And uh, Sean hired me on the spot, and that's been 16 years ago. That's great. Wow. So a guy from Oklahoma ended up with a band. And I, I say it's always one of the perks of being in this band is I've been to South Africa now four or five times. And it's a beautiful country, and their families are amazing. And it's really kind of a cool perk about being in this band. I, I don't think I'd ever, you know, would have been to the country otherwise. It's it's amazing. I remember going to South Africa with um, Matt when he was playing in the cult. And the cult were opening for... Lenny Kravitz and the Goo Goo Dolls. And they were playing big soccer stadiums, like 80,000 people. Yeah. And um, it was such a beautiful country. You know, the, the crazy thing was uh, these bigger, like Johannesburg and um, I think blanking on the big city names. But, um, it was very dangerous still there. This was back in like yeah. maybe 99-ish. Right. Um, right. It was very dangerous still there. Did you, did, when you're touring there, even though Cedar is sort of probably royalty from the, from the country, did you feel any, um, any sort of, uh, 
did you feel yeah ever like not to walk by yourself right to a coffee right. shop or whatever right. exactly they would ask us to stay in groups not to walk by yourself <laughs> there was definitely those concerns not to go out so much at night unless you were together uh but promoters would you know fair warning it you know for safety reasons you know yes you know um so there's a little bit of that fear but uh otherwise the shows were great and the people i and Thank God I had no issues, not about no one in our camp, everything, everyone was safe. Everything went okay. Right. And, and Cedar is a band that we know from here too. That yeah. it, sometimes it's hard to, to cross over from here to there or from there to here. And there, but Cedar is a big band. So you guys probably do really well. Are you guys doing package tours with people now? Or are you guys just doing, uh, you know, tours by yourself and bringing bands with you or, or what's the touring like now? Well, yeah. not now, pre COVID-19, whatever right. the normal sort of, what, what were you, what, what were you guys doing out here? It was kind of a mix of both. Uh, we would do um, our own headlining tour. The last tour, in fact, at the end of 2018 was a headlining tour. And, uh, and then we've, we've also been main support for, you know, going back, you know, audio slave. We've toured with Nickelback. Um, yeah, we'd be part of package tours. And then, of course, the radio festivals, we do a lot of those. And um, so j we just kind of do it all. Anytime we, we, we're, we're a touring act, for sure, man. We're a road act. Anytime we put out an album, we're on the road a year, to 18 months in, in any given tour cycle. Right. So we just finished a new album. It's, it's all wrapped and done in January and was set to come out this summer. And, um, you know, obviously, like everybody else's world in this business, it's changed. And, and so things are being pushed back and rescheduled. But, um, but yeah, man, we were ready to hit it again. I took last year was kind of an off year for us and then going to get ready and hit it again and be out right. for, you know, 18 months. Right. Last year was recording record. Right. 2020 was going to be the release. Tiger Army, this band I'm, I'm, I'm playing in. Um, we put a record out in September. We got to do a U.S. tour. We got to do a European UK tour. We came, uh, we went to Mexico um, uh, and then uh, came home and we were supposed to start a tour one week prior to COVID-19 wow. and we had to cancel as the world canceled. Yeah. But um, it's just a weird thing because you've got this product. What's kind of cool is you didn't put it out yet. Right. We put this thing out yet. We don't know when we're going to be able to tour again yeah. or, or do dates again. So it's kind of weird. And I, I, don't, I mean, I think whenever this is, maybe it's next year, maybe it's at the end of this year, it'll be sort of maybe like a new thing again. Yeah. But um, that's just the weirdest thing. And, and uh, to, to be sort of, you know, you know, the work putting in the promotions of the record. Yeah. Have you guys dropped any promotions or anything? Or are you guys just holding everything back for now? For now, we're just kind of holding. Uh, with this oh, yeah, yeah. We just started like right. a social media campaign, just started some of that right. from home stuff. Uh, cool. You know, and just just kind of you know being fluid with kind of how things are going, and we'll and we'll hear from promoters and kind of see, hopefully, how the end of the year will look. You know, the fall and and uh, initially it was like maybe it'll all be next year as far as I mean I you know it's ever changing I guess. That's what I'm seeing with the majority of the established acts are pushing everything to one year from whatever this date is now. Right. You know, we still have we Tiger Army still has stuff that we have for the fall nice. and we, we had some stuff in the summer and it, but it's just looking like everything's going to shut down, which is, which is good. And then when it comes back, how is it going to come back? That's the craziest right. thing. Um, do we play to half venues or 25% right. venues or 30% right. venues? 
that's just, you know, the other thing too, is what you said is everybody's doing like a concert from their couch or this or that everybody's putting that stuff out. We've been pretty quiet about stuff because we just don't, we, I say Nick has been quiet. Our, our singer in, in, in putting out, uh, we don't, everything's so oversaturated now. That's the other thing. It's so yeah. oversaturated. We, everybody have a show. We have a show. You're on our yeah. show. You want to do a show? Me and you, we could do our own show. Right. And, uh, but, but, um, it's just, it's just an interesting time for music. And, and, you know, I don't know about you, but I have been so troubled in trying to find my steps or my groove. I'm not inspired to play drums or write music or right. I'm just, but, but then I have friends that are working out like crazy and their bodies are yeah. I gained, I yeah. gained 20 pounds. <laughs> and and, and can't, yeah. I'm, I'm so uninspired but but then everybody's writing and it's either super creative or super I nothing i know and, and it's, it's and it's i feel a little manic thing. sometimes too man i got up this morning and and went to ride a bike i haven't done that in forever just to get some exercise like i talk about my back yeah. you know uh something that's like sort of low impact so i'm trying i hear you man i i haven't been exercising and and i love being on the road because that's that's uh yeah my physical activity and keeps me, keeps me in shape and, you know, playing drums for Seether. It's, you know, it's, it's, it's a physical thing too. So, um, Stefan, do you mind if I interview John for a second and I use all of the tactics that you showed me over the past uh, two months about how to be a better interviewer? Go ahead. I don't care. Go ahead. Me? Mazel, mazel. John. Good luck, John. I, I want to interview John. You just stepped, you want you ask Mike, he's the one talking to him. You're like so rude. You don't even know how to, you don't even know how to segue into you're like you're not you're like you're like so not human the guy it's like so excited just like mike fazano's like doing such a great job you yeah i was enjoying care. that it's just i was enjoying mike no, and I, conversation. Like I, in. I just looked at your pathetic face back there so i decided to bring you on the screen but then there you go you have to really just, like you don't i thought even it was over. Mike, mike mike one thing wait hold on mike i'm so, i'm defending you really quick you having okay. a great conversation you just kind of like Thank went you. to the coffee table you push everybody's mugs out on the side <laughs> yeah Stefan. <laughs> mike is the one talking okay. to him why when you say mike do you mind explain yourself oh, explain what yourself. Mike, do you mind if i if if i just interview john oh now you, <laughs> mike mike can i ask you a question do you mind if I yes. get rid of him for a second? I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. I'm so Mike, what is Wait, that, one, Quick with John, really quick. My back uh, issues, uh, best thing you could do is when you get up in the morning, if you could walk like a mile, so if you get out of your house and just walk flat, yeah. choose, that'll help the, the back release. And that, that's a good thing versus getting on a bike, being hunched over or whatever. Try just right. walking for 30 minutes. Yeah. That might help you. Anyways. That, Thank you. That's, I didn't have surgery, but... I, that's that always helps me as stiff as I am, as right. bad as it is, getting up, getting out, walking, and then and then coming back, and and, and that always helps. Anyways, Corey, awesome. ladies Thank and gentlemen, you. Corey Levinson from Circus Magazine. Yeah. Let me know when I can come back in. I'm gonna get. Hey, some hey wait, hold hold on a second. <laughs> hold on, I'm gonna get coffee too. While because I don't want to see the disaster that's gonna happen. I want John to be my friend because I want my John. Talking, what kind of cup do you got? Talking wax. What do you got there, John? I got I got Kiss, of course. Ah. Uh, I got oh, the Seaberg. Yeah. I got Denny Hankler. You know Denny Hankler, John, a famous drummer. He, the Seaberg 1000. Do you know? <laughs> Nice. Denny you know, was in Vinny's wedding, Vinny Caliuta's wedding. Another great drummer. Hey, oh, wow. really, really quick. Getting the hang of it, Vinny. You, you guys are talking about. The, you know, I'm always about working out, and it you got. It's hard to get motivated. Like I have a hard time. I ran right before this show. I did three miles. But wow. It was a hard three miles. I just got no motivation too. I'm I'm in the same thing. It's weird, and usually I'm more motivated before. 
And uh, this crazy show is keeping me on on top, forcing me to work out and forcing me to have conversations. That's how I go crazy. Now, nice. speaking of crazy, John, you're such a champ. I'm gonna, me and Fazano, we'll be back to save you. Like, let's go. Yeah. Get, let's get some coffee and, some and coffee. watch. Watch. What's Good going luck. On here. Oh, really, really <laughs> quick. Wait, can I ask the famous question really quick? That Corey is is notorious. What kind of medication are you on? <laughs> oh yeah. Good one. Good one. Good luck, buddy. Good luck. Do you eat meat, no, that's, John? <laughs> that's one I've wanted to ask. It's not. Uh, this is actually a, a only a thirty second bit. So of course, Stefan leaves me alone with it for seven minutes. But uh, it, it, it's basically all of the things that I've learned about interviewing uh, and, and that I've been doing wrong over the years and Stefan has corrected me on. So I would like to, uh, John, if you don't mind. Okay. So, John over here, uh, when you, uh, you know, when, do, do you like groom down there? Because my wife, she won't, she won't sleep with me unless like once a week. How, how often, just, you know, how often do you, uh, you know, and you. I'm 70 style down there. Com it's com complete. He's a complete idiot. Hey, Ken. I was going to answer him. Easy. Oh, hold on. I, Ken, 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 thank you for the super chat. Now, oh, cool. Ken over here, this guy, Ken, I got to give you a shout out. He did our intro for coffee talk and the outro and thank you for supporting the channel he's a great supporter of the channel great guy is my yeah. buddy and i hope you're safe out there ken because i think it, where he's at in india i think there's some kind of bad storms and some yeah they just had stuff something. going out there so ken i hope you and your family are safe and thank you very much over there um did you, somebody just x Corey out for ken three one three kid hey why don't you get send ken a link invite him to the show i love ken, ken. Let, let's bring ken's him on a, here ken's a good he's, guy Good people. All right, Corey, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm go on. A, wait, my, We're here if you need us. You, just, do, just put your hand up. No. Oy vey. <laughs> Oy vey. Oy, yes. Oy vey. I'm yes. Gonna help Corey interview him for a second. I want to get a cup of coffee. I, I want to hang out. I want to ask him some questions here. But I the just bit's see. over. No, the bit's, the bit's stupid like you. Oh, now you're going to make me okay. pay. No, no. You know what he does, John? He has a helmet. <laughs> that helmet is not a prop. It's for real. Yeah. Remember, John, I told side. you about that. Yes, Michael was telling me about it last night. <laughs> this is yeah. real. Get your wife. You, wait, you want to see some shock? Keep it by the bed at night? She might be on a walk. Hold on. Wait till you see how yeah. pretty his wife is. You'll be shocked that this guy got something like that. And he has a beautiful <laughs> daughter. It's true. I told John that. I told him that. Oh, yeah. oh he, Oive is, Oive is up till 3 in the morning. <laughs> Three in the morning, looking at pictures of Joanne on Facebook. He's like, no, no, I'm not. Mike Fasano, am I? Am I? Am I full of it? Not till three no, seven. Not at like all. Two two forty five. Hey, 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 John, John, John. Let me ask you: Do you think the other guys from Cedar would come on my crazy show? You think we could get them on here sometime? Not to put you yeah. on the spot. You think so? We could work yeah. that out. My yeah. wife's a my wife's a big. <laughs> I know Cedar Dale fan. would. Yeah, can we get them? My wife. It, it'd make me. To be honest with you, my wife has been bugging me. You're not going to get Cedar. What the hell's the matter with you? So yeah, she's right. a big fan. She gets she's a big fan. And she then you tell her you go. We got John, and she's like, I don't care. I don't she's care about like, John. She's just a oh, big fan. <laughs> she's a big fan. Now look at there this. Look at, look at Corey's wife. Look at look at, look at this. Look at her. What a hot piece of. Every time Ooh, I'm out of the look, shower. Look, she's out of shower. That's the way <laughs> yeah. we like you. 
She does wet, it on purpose. She's wet and ready, <laughs> Mrs. Leventon. We love you. Look at her. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, yeah. You know, look, 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 let's get a close up of her. Look at her. Ooh. Stop oh. it. Every time Corey comes on, I'm holding my breath. I'm like, please don't make Ooh, a mess. Oh, look at you. Look how. <laughs> look how happy Oive gets. Oive loves you. He's at night looking at your Facebook when you're sleeping. He's looking. He, that's why I catch him falling. Look, he loves you, Jim. Look at him. Loves you. Loves you. Look. Well, you guys, I'm on the run today, but um, okay. it's been a great show. I've been, I'm going to watch on my walk, but okay. um, thanks so much. It's great no. to meet you, John. Yeah, I've been loving you. the show. Yeah. You know, yeah. When none of us are allowed to call her or text her, her ah, but we get her on the show. We can look at her. There he comes running. Look at it. There he comes running. Look at look at, him. Look at him. He's like, he's like OJ over there. This guy, very jealous guy. Yeah, look at him. Like OJ. OJ. <laughs> Bye, Joanne. Thank you. We love Bye -bye. you. Look at it. even Melrose That's Larry funny. Green. He goes, "Hello, Joanne. What a dish." dish. Melrose, you're right. You know. Yeah. All right. That's so. You met Corey's lovely bride. Got, Corey got a great family. There is hope yes. for people like him out there. So, <laughs> so <laughs> Corey, have you heard the version of Careless Whisper that Cedar did? You'll be Corey, Cedar. No, the band's Cedar. name is Cedar, not Cedar. I, Cedar. Cedar. I speak Brooklynese. You make yeah. fun. You, all right. All right. Inter, all right. Big shot. Do no, no. I've heard it. No, I didn't no, know. Do an interview. Show us how you interview. Show us. Show us. Show us. No. No, for, I need money first. I need money first to do it, to do my job. <laughs> Pay me up front. So, uh, okay. So do you, uh, do, do you, do you, do you shave it into shapes? <laughs> shapes? Do what? <laughs> let, me, let me get a cup of coffee. Fazano, save the show. If I was, if, can I ever go on vacation? Can I even do a vacation with this show? <laughs> no. You just go, 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 go. I know. I'm afraid. I'm afraid. Mike, finish listen. your drum talk. Finish drum listen. talk. You got to listen to the guest when he speaks. He said he's 70 style down there. 70s. They didn't shave any ships or. Oh, he's got right. vinyl behind him. What do you Jeez. think? Look at the What's vinyl. The with you? What's the matter Shit. with you? <laughs> the guy's got vinyl. That's it. Oh. Okay. First record that really got your music. The first album that you can remember. The art. The sound. Is it? Do you have it there? That your first album that was like, wow, this is from when I was like seven years old, honey. Nothing can ever happen to this record. This is everything to me, dude. This will be. I know it doesn't make any sense. That's perfect. <laughs> the first records never do, yes, right? You no, Ashley. no. Look, read it. Look, I'm trying to pull it out here. If I can find it. What is wrong with you, Corey? You're upsetting me again, so Ashley. Look, man, this is a, such a weird band. Uh, my mom's brother, my uncle. I uh, had this record and my grandmother grabbed it for me and had no idea. This was my very first record. This is, this is pseudo embarrassing. Paul Revere and the Raiders. Oh, oh that's wow. A record, awesome. Great record. Dude. Awesome. That was my first record. That is was that, my wow. first real Wait, John, music record. Is that the actual record from when you were a kid or did you? No, no, this isn't the actual one. I have it. It's, it's a uh, stash somewhere, but I, I do have this one here. Does that What's say the, that's the album. This was a sealed one. Yeah, oh, hold, hold, hold that up for a oh. second. What are the songs on that one? Look how cool they look. Yeah, look at this. And it has a book that came in. And it's still sealed behind it. Oh, wow. Awesome. Yeah, in the plastic there. Great. It was a great. I had, you know, it's funny. I had that record. Yeah? Yeah. I uh, had, man, I, they I, were so underrated. They rocked, man. They were dude, awesome. I, I actually yeah. had records 
dude, my record collection is crazy. Partridge Family, I had the, a lot yes. of the 45s. My mom would buy a lot of the 45s. So she'd do that like the on Bell Records, just right. everything. I Bell mean, Records. Dude, dude, you want hey, if you're like, around if you're oh, around yeah. this Saturday, let's go come and do talk and wax with us. Is we still Yeah, do, man. We do it's it at fun, night. Dude. If it's, it's too late, sometimes Eric Singer pops up. If he comes up, excuse me, then it goes like the yeah. three hours. <laughs> he does it till your cell phone dies. Everybody awesome. But it's it's a lot of fun. Hold on, I want to introduce you to Ken. Here's Ken. How's everything in hey. India, my friend? Are you Hello, safe? Ken. Everybody. Hi, John. Hey, Hi. Piron 3, what's up? <laughs> Hello. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, everyone's good, man. We are safe. Everything is good. You are yes. How close was that storm to hitting you guys? Uh, it was about eight hours from my city, where I live. Man. Still, that's wow. close. Yeah. Wow. But still, wow. Pretty, still pretty bad for the city where it happened, actually. So, yeah. But we are safe. Uh, no problem. Good. How are you guys doing? Uh, we're, we're, do, good, we're, doing, we're doing good. There's Mike. Mike's over here. Well, look who we hey, got Mike, there. what's up? Hi, Ken. Hi, Ken. So, okay, so Ken, I got a point in the right direction. Ken, I had no clue <laughs> yeah. what was going on in your area with, with yeah. these storms until I saw you marked, you are safe. And then I'm like looking on, I go, you're safe. I'm like, yeah, well, what's, yeah. what's going on? So what exactly what was going on down there? Well, uh, the predicted cyclone was going to hit the city called Mumbai here. Uh, and... Uh, it was going to be the uh, severest storm in the history of India, actually. That was wow. a thing. But yeah, and uh, like the city which it was going to happen to, that city plus all the other cities were on the red alert. Mm -hmm. uh, and it was going to happen in the noon. But fortunately, it just passed by from the city and it didn't really hit as it was expected to. So we are thankful for that and already india is suffering from a lot from the covid thing mm -hmm. and but uh, this would have been a really serious damage if it would have happened that bad but yeah. fortunately it didn't good. so that's good it. no yeah. very good very good now so but everybody's staying put you stay in everybody's safe the family's safe the fear is gone right the fear is yes. gone you guys are all Stefan wants to make sure he doesn't have to get anybody new for his graphics <laughs> hey, Corey's, Corey, why don't you talk about the Empire State Building, how you don't care really what goes on there because you don't live there, but you, you're like some reporter. Oh, I don't, you know, you, yeah, yeah. The Empire State Building? What were you saying about? There was an asteroid the size of the Empire State Building oh, okay. on Saturday that's passing by the Earth outside the moon's orbit, but it's pretty close. It's pretty close. So which direction is it coming? What side of the which Earth? Direction? Yeah, which no direction? Yeah, there's no direction. I want to know. Moron. I want to know the direction. Is it coming by California? Where's it coming? Oh, it's by? east. Yeah, I want to know. <laughs> I want to know. I want you to go into space. I want you to find out where's it coming by. I want facts. I want details. I want a map. Go ahead. It's it's you know the Jack in the Box. Yeah. Out yeah. Of <laughs> yeah. Where's it coming by? Are the people on Mars going to be safe? Come on, tell us. Are the people on Mars going to be safe? <laughs> there's life there, you know. There is. There's life over there. Let's bring on, there's a, there's let's bring on Elon Musk for that. Hey, the, the Beatles Stephen, reformed on Jupiter. Did you hear about it? <laughs> we have to start another show called Talking Science with the Deacon. Yeah. Hey, yeah. You, need, you, need, you need to see yeah. Corey talking with the doctor. I'm going to oh. like this guy. You have, you, that's a clip that you have, we have to send John, him. 
funny. Send him the <laughs> clip and watch Corey. And then Corey's fantastic interview with Jeff Scott Soto. That was another one. So, yeah. He uh, asked him about auditioning for Queen, which he you never know, did. Do you know Jeff Scott Soto? <laughs> do you know Jeff Scott Soto? Not personally, but I, I know. You know who? He, yeah. Great singer. Yeah. Cool, oh, this cool. guy. Yeah. This guy. Jeff Scott. Jeff Scott goes right on the gay. Where do you get your information? What are you? What are you, what are you talking about, Corey? And I go, he's an idiot. He's an idiot. Ken, <laughs> right? And can I make this up, Ken? Right? There's something okay, wrong with it. Sure. In my defense, and there, there's no defense, but still, in my defense, <laughs> my defense, there's no. There's defense. no. There's nothing even here about there's it. Who cares? He has, <laughs> he has nothing to talk about. You know what, man? This has been a great episode of he Coffee Talk. This has been. Yeah, I just snap him out like that. I have nothing to say to him. Mike Fasano, save the show. Any more good drum right. talks? Did we miss any good drum questions over here? No, I mean. Uh... I was going to go back to you playing Ludwig drums. How killer is that to be with such a historic yeah. drum company and, yeah. and to be a part of it? It's, it, I mean, listen, there's a lot of drummers. There's a lot of bands. There's a, it's weird. It seems like the guys that really need the help that don't get the help. But when you could be a part of a team that's supporting you out on the road with, with uh, parts and, and just be a part of that, it's like, it's like playing for the Yankees or the Dodgers. You know what I mean? I yeah. recently switched to Gretsch drums. Um, after playing drum, uh, pork pie drums for like 27 years. It, and um, it was, I, I didn't think they were going to take me, but there was a spot for me and I'm beyond blown away. And it's got to be the same thing. And, and you play Sabian Cymbals and I'm assuming yes. Evans Promark because Evans yeah. heads owns Promark yeah. um, and all of that product. And, and, and it's, it's weird. It's like you're playing the stuff that you want to play, not that you have to play. That's right. Tell us, That's about, right. Tell, tell us about why you're playing these, these products. Well, Ludwig, uh, obviously, the, the history speaks for itself. It's amazing. It was, uh, you know, kind of full circle for me. It was the very first kid I had as a kid. So I dreamed uh, of being with a company like that. And they reached out to me, which was just really an honor. And uh, met them. And um, uh, the company is great. And they totally support, like you mentioned, you know, we're, see, there's a touring band and a nonstop touring band. And we're, you know, things are breaking and you need stuff shipped out or we need a backline kit for a, for a festival we're doing overseas, you know, and uh, Ludwig is great, great support. And then Sabian, not only killer stuff, but it's the relationship. Um, I was signed by Bill Zildjian himself. It's just been a, wow. uh, you know, nice. uh, yeah, just great. It's kind of a funny story, actually. Um, Go on. We, <laughs> We were doing the Nixons, my, my band before. We were doing a Summer Nam in Nashville in 95. And Liberty DeVito, Billy Joel's drummer, awesome drummer, one yep. of my heroes, had a, a band that was playing like a club in Nashville. And anyway, one thing led to another. Me and Zach, the singer for the Nixons, got up and did Rocket Man with his band. He let me get up on his drums and everything. It was great. I was playing Rocket Man, our, our kind of pseudo-punk rock way, and... I didn't mean it, but cymbal <laughs> stands were falling over. It was totally accidental. It looked like an idiot. So well, you're a hard hitter, though. But it was so. great. I was rocking out. Anyway, Bill Zildjian came up to me. He's like, "Dude, it's awesome. You guys. It was like Keith Moon up there. You're 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 so cool. Love to have you. Do you have a cymbal company at the time? We had just gotten signed. I didn't. And he's like, you know, Sabian. And I've been with him. You know, uh, that's been my longest relationship. And like you wow. said, Evans Drumheads, and then I play Vic Firth Sticks. Oh, okay. Great. So do I. I just assumed I, I, I assumed it was going to be um, Promark Six because Evans and Promark are together. Right. And uh, that's great. I did. I didn't realize. I play Vic. I love Vic. 
I love, I play Mildred and I play the Gretsch. I play the Remo. Yeah. Um, it's, those companies have been so great to me. And that's the whole thing. That's the whole thing. A lot of guys think getting guys think, uh, an endorsement is a, you know, it's like, oh, pre this and pre that. It's not. Right. I mean, never, you know, it's not about that. It's about the support, the relationship and playing right. the things you want to play. I mean, if you're going to be doing a two hour show a night or a two hour rehearsal or, or, or whatever, you should play what you want to play. Right. You got a question over here, you guys, from Adam D. Oh, my God. What, 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 what uh, <laughs> Fasano John, what's your preferred time signature? Adam, that's funny. That's really funny. You know what I hate? You know what I, you know what I really hate uh, about, like, uh, about, like, drum, drum, drum shows, drum shows, is that, is that, I, I don't want to talk I, to guys about, oh, what was the 32nd note uh, triplet right. fill you played over the bar line in Rocket Man when you did the jam? Yeah. Uh, it's like, I don't understand any of this stuff. I don't care about any stuff. I'm meating potatoes, spaghetti and meatballs. Backbeat. Those That's are my it. favorite drummers. Drummers that play backbeat. The guys I see like this, I just, it, it's like, okay, I've seen it. They're all, it's incredible what they do. I just, I'm right. not into it. So, right. Adam, 4-4, four, four, baby. 4-4, four, four, 120. That's there it. There it is. Four, there four. Four. Get a stick twirl in. It's all about the feel, man. It's all it's about, all about the, feel. the feel. Put your questions, everybody, put your questions in right now. The guys are going to answer any questions you have. Let's do it. All righty. We got, we got Ken over here. Everybody. Oh, we got my daughter here. Come on, put your questions in there. What's that, Brooklyn? Here, Brooklyn. Stop, Brooklyn. Brooklyn, you got a question, Brooklyn? Brooklyn, the, the dog ate, Brooklyn. Don't worry, feed it again. <laughs> <laughs> it's a real show here. What I got a question for you, John. I got a question for you, John. What's the most interesting story that's happened or situation that's happened to you on tour? Oh, man. Whether it be running besides running besides being on our show, besides yeah. being on show, <laughs> <laughs> always tell the story. Tell the story. I mean, being a drummer, I mean, being a drummer. I'm getting like a little echo. Sorry about oh, that. I, uh, I think no. I think it's Ken's thing. Ken. I think it's I think, Ken. Yeah. yeah, Ken. I think you got an echo there. So I, I just stay here, Ken. But I mute you for a second. Just p fix your headphones or do. Something. Always say being a drummer, you you've got like the best seat in the house, man. You're behind the band, but uh, you see. I'm, I'm just a people watcher. I just love it while I'm playing, uh, looking out at the crowd. And we were doing this festival and people were crowd surfing. And there was a guy in a wheelchair. The wow. crowd had him up, crowd surfing. Guy That's in a wheelchair. Cool. It was crazy. It was amazing to so see. Cool. That is so, cool. um, uh, you kind of put me on the spot. I've got to think of some crazy stories, but that comes to mind. It's just like incredible to see why you're playing, you know? Not here. We got over here. Read this one, Oive. Ah. Shantina says, do you have any, any embarrassing moments? Oh, uh, you know, everything breaks when you're a drummer at some point or another. And I've had a one time a drum seat broke and I, I kind of slowly went down. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> How do you recover like, from that? Day, thank God I wasn't like in front of 20,000 people. But, uh, you know, when you're putting stuff together with chewing gum and rubber bands and trying to make your gear work. <laughs> Right, this is long before the days of endorsers. You endorsers. know, right. yeah. There we, there we go. This is a good one from Melrose, Larry Green. Read that, ah. Oive. Melrose from the my Howard Stern says, "John, what's your five favorite all-time rock drummers?" Okay. I know two of them. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, let's say Bonham, Alex Van Halen, Tommy Aldridge, Steve Smith, and Buddy Rich. Buddy Very Rich. Cool. Right on. Uh, uh, Stefan, you got a 
tell him your story about Eddie tuning your fixing the bridge on your base. Oh yeah, no, that's a good one. But hold on, he's we'll a get Van there. Halen. He's a Van, Van Halen. Guy. You're a Van Halen guy, right here. What do we got? This question right here, Oye. Tracy Quinter says, if you could sit down and spend the day uh, talking music with any drummer, dead or alive, who would it be? Talking music, uh, John Bonham. Very cool. Stuart Copeland. Really? You, would have to, you would have to drink a lot if really? you did it with Bonham. F Fizano, Stuart Copeland, huh? That, is that your guy? Is that your yeah. favorite? Really? He is a good drummer. Well, yeah. I, mean, he's, I mean, I play nothing like him, but I love the police. I love his drumming. His drumming yeah. changed sort of the landscape of drumming. There's a few guys that have done that in decades, mm -hmm. and he's mm -hmm. definitely one of them. But you I, know what? He's around, yeah. and he's got a thing, and he hangs with guys, but it's like I'm just not in that loop um, of to, to meet him. But he does have people over, and he hangs. I'm just, I'm just not... I kind of uh, on YouTube. I'll scope, you know, snoop around, and he has some pretty good stuff. It's like he does. He, he, does does, some... he has a studio in Venice. I was at one day, and uh, he does film music now. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. but he does wow. some yeah. artsy. He Scores was doing up. some some overlays where he's playing everything like these horns. He was doing something funky, but it was pretty cool. My first concert I went to with my buddies was the Police at Shea Stadium. John wow. Jet opened up yeah, for them. You... REM. I was there. Synchronicity. You were there. Shea Stadium. It was synchronicity. That was my first concert in Toronto. Was Canada. it really? Really? 83. Yeah. It was great. Do you awesome. remember Remember that? Court? It was like a rainy night. I had tickets in the field. And it was my first concert I ever went to. And there was this big, giant guy in front of me. And people were drinking beer all day. And the guy, all of a sudden, he went down like a big log tree right in front of me. And I was like, <laughs> what? And he was taller than me. And I'm That's like rock and six roll. feet. And I went to my friends. Oh, my goodness. That's that's what I said. That's rock and roll. You, really? you could smell the weed at the time. You know, she, the, um, she, yeah, I was the young. opening acts were David Johansson and REM. I miss David Johansson. I just remember REM and Joan Jett. Oh, Joan Jett too. Yeah. Yeah. See, I I forgot that David Johansson. I I remember it was like a rainy uh, afternoon, but when uh -huh. it was night, the moon started to come out from the clouds, and Sting went right into Walking on the Moon. He goes, yeah. "Looks like the moon is coming out." Boom, boom, boom. I was like, "Oh uh, my god!" It was like it yeah. was like the gods of rock and roll set it perfect, and it was such a great concert at Shea Stadium. And plus, I'm a Beatles fan. I'm like, "Wow, I'm at Shea Stadium yeah. Yeah. right now." So to me, I took it all in. Just like God, you at you played Mass Square Garden. You know, think yeah. about Elvis live yeah. at the Garden. Yeah, that's huge. Yeah, huge. or Zeppelin. Zeppelin. Yeah, or Guns yeah. and Roses. Gun yeah. I saw I All saw I saw Guns N' Roses play underneath the garden. There's the Felt Forum, and I saw them play with Great White at the Felt Forum, where you could just walk. It was before they exploded. When I was working at Circus Magazine, you know they wow. they, they were doing like they did the Limelight, they did CBGB's acoustic. Yeah, uh, and uh, yeah, it was it was it was just a time when rock and roll was really rock and roll. You know, it was a, it was a, it was a great time. Nothing, yeah. nothing gets like that. The Eddie Van Halen thing was that um, they were guys were talking about was my band called the Star Effers that we were playing every Thursday night at the Cat Club. So it turned out it was Slim Jim Phantom owned the club next to the Whiskey. It was a little place, okay. hole in the wall. And originally it was Gilby Clark. He was doing like a like a jam, you know, you know, whatever, and Slim Jim. Yeah. And it was just a place to hang out. And then it morphed into me playing bass, and then it morphed into. Um, Tracy Guns, and then when drummers weren't around, Eric Singer, and we'd have cats like Brian May, Billy Idol. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I've been there. I used to, after NAMS, I would go to the Cat Club to watch shows and, on, and jams, all star jams and stuff. Yeah, yeah. and there so many the, times. The Thursday nights, and then they moved, it was on the side, and then they moved it. But then 
I think Jim was out with the Stray Cats. So I was like manning forts. So I was putting the band together. And at that time, it was Eric Dover. I don't know if you know Eric Dover. You played in Jellyfish and Slash yeah. Snake Pit. And yeah, oh, yeah. Dizzy, Dizzy and we Reed. toured. Nixon's toured. Like, was that, that was our first major tour was Slash's Snake Pit. Oh, so oh, I know oh, Eric. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. That's where Eric, I met Brian for the first time. Brian Tishy, yeah. Yeah. Because he was playing. I think Mike Inez was playing. And James. James Lomenzo was playing bass. Yes. For that. Yes. So, great which, band. Killer band. Great, great band. James is a great bass player. from Brooklyn. Can, you yeah. Know, by, by my White Lion, right? He yeah. played Brian. with White. He played with White Lion. Um, but but anyway, we around that time it was. I'll tell you exactly what was going on. So it was me, Brian Tishy, John Karabi. Um, that this was the band wow. we would do every Thursday night. So you know, people see us for nothing. We all get a hundred bucks at the cat club each guy. Um, and we do Beatles, Stones, whatever, you know, whatever it was. So yeah, the band was Dizzy, Karabi, um, Tishy. But Tishy wanted to play guitar all the time, so we'd get sometimes right. Joe Travis would play drums with us. Wow. And we'd get him. You know Joe Travis? He he that does Zappa, does Zappa. Yeah. He's the nicest guy. But he's, a, but he's a big yeah. he loves glam rock. So that was the band. Um and uh I, we'd it would revolve. So that time Derek and Tishy were playing with Billy Idol. So around that time, um, you know, we were gonna do a jam and Billy was gonna come play the cat club with us as a surprise. We didn't tell nobody. So we rehearsed with Billy Idol and then um it was like around that whole time. So we were really like becoming like, and then me and Tishy were trying to write songs together. Yeah. For Billy Idol's record, but it wow. was Derek Sherinian, keyboard player from Dream Theater and Sons of Apollo now. He, his song, John Wayne, made the album cut, Hours Didn't. So oh, wow. anyway, long story short, that time we got, I got a phone call and uh, Eddie Van Halen, this girl that was going out with his tech, goes, I'm going to give Eddie your number. He's going to call you. I'm like, yeah, Eddie's going to call me. I get a phone call. And Eddie Van Halen calls my house, and wow. it's it's like Stefan Ed Van Halen. I'm like, come on, I'm like, and I I wish I it was a message, and I deleted all these messages. I'm sorry, uh, yeah. idiot. Uh. You know, so I, I'm like, hey man, how's it going? I still have somebody to notepad while I was writing because his girlfriend at the time, his name is Janie, is now his wife, was like his PR, his manager. Right. Was. So he's like, right. hey Stefan, we're gonna do. These songs ain't talking about love, Panama. Now I wasn't a big Van Halen fan. Don't. Don't crucify me. I'm total. <laughs> I know. I know. I appreciate yeah, that. Beatles and all that stuff. So I'm like, okay, great. Um, now turn into the Stefan show and I want to know about John. But, <laughs> right but then it just, it just all into, but anyway, we get the phone call. So I call up Sherinian because me and Tishy, like, ah, Tishy's alive. I go, well, you'll play, you want to play guitar and then we'll, we get maybe Joe Travis. So anyway, I go, Sherinian. Because he's a big Van Halen fan. And Derek Sherinian posts every year when the anniversary of it, he posted all the time. I go, Sherinian, I'm going to make your dreams come true. Um, I got a call from Eddie Van Halen. I know you love them. Play keyboards. What? I go, yeah. I go, come and play <laughs> keyboards. So I got the band together. It was, it was, wow. a great, it, so it was me. It's, it, there's a video on YouTube yes. called Eddie Van Halen's Backyard Party. So you'll see me on, on the side. Karabi, when he had short hair, John Karabi. Yeah. You see Tishy, I believe, is playing drums and Eric Dover singing. Originally, we rehearsed the day before at Eddie's house. He was doing a party for like a porn film that he did okay. the music right. for. Right. And it was like a, he had like the food from the Italian restaurants. He had like Circus Soleil, the girls swinging. It was a whole big thing. Wow. So we walk in the house and there's on cold water and there's nothing in his house. It's just a mattress <laughs> with a cigarette burn in there. And this is crazy you wow know? and i'm looking around and there's like there's like a production people in his kitchen but there's his there's all exercising machines in the kitchen and in, in in the living in the room kitchen. and a futon 
in a wow. futon like, with a cigarette burn. <laughs> so I'm like, this is wild, but so production. Then I see the guy from a, 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 a Italian restaurant, it's popular on Ventura Boulevard. Hey, what are you doing here? We're catering the party. Hey, Steph. And I'm like, oh. So for that second in the area, Stefan was cool because he got hired from Eddie Van Halen. Oh, yeah. So we're, we're rehearsing with Eddie Van Halen. So we're trying to, so Billy Idol's with us and we're rehearsing. But Eddie, wow. had, there's a wine called Snook Smoking, Smoking Loon. He was got free wine. He had cases of it. And there's bottles. Of, and he's drinking it, Eddie. Yeah. Drinking. And we're rehearsing with Billy. And Billy Idol's sober. So then there's like a jam that comes in. I walked off and me and Billy Idol are standing and talking. And I'm making fun of Shirini. And I'm like, look at Derek Shirini. He's like fanboying and they're doing like some Zeppelin jam. They're just jamming. And I'm watching. So Billy goes, he goes, there's all these cameras here. Did you know they were filming this? And I go, I, no, I, I didn't notice at all. So Billy didn't like it, that he was all drinking and all that. So right. Billy was supposed to do the show with us. So we were went back to rehearse. But Eddie, when we were doing Rebel Yell, into that intro, he yeah. couldn't get the one on it. It was the weirdest thing. You know, that intro, boom. And Tishy is trying, we're like, and and for some reason, he just wasn't getting it. He was, you know, the intro because he was going to do it. And we're going over, over, and over. Eddie Van Halen couldn't get that? Eddie Van Halen doesn't find the one. He doesn't count. He'd always rely on Alex's, on Alex all the time, all the time. And I didn't notice. I'm just like, wow, this is pretty heavy. And he's Eddie Van Halen. Trust me, yeah. I'm not dissing him here. So for yeah, you guys yeah. thinking that Stefan is like, no. Are you this sure? Is, this is no. He's Eddie, he's, <laughs> dude, he's Eddie Van Halen. What do I know? I I play I play downstrokes. That's it. Hey, you know what? When this whole thing is over and I'm putting an all star band, John, you're gonna be the drummer. So I'm in. Fizano. <laughs> <laughs> so so. You know, he's like, we're doing like the, wait, hold on one second. Oh, Ken has a question. What's that, Ken? Are you muted, Ken? Make sure your sound works. Don't screw up the show. Okay, what is that, Ken? Ken? He muted himself. Muted. Yeah. I, I, I didn't, what, Ken, you there? There he is. You have a question? Yeah, I'm there. Yeah. Oh, you put your pen up. Yeah, well, that, you know, that's, <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's, that's Stefan's story about, that's uh, Stefan's story about Eddie Van Halen. You know, when, when I got a call from Stefan Adika, I was like, oh, my God, Stefan called me. And Stefan was all there like, oh, you know, I got a call from Eddie. I was like, what? <laughs> See, I'm, I'm like I'm like the Eddie Van Halen to, to Ken. Thank you. See, Ken, so Ken, so Stefan knew Eddie and Ken knows Stefan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but here's the crazy thing. So we get to we, so because of that whole thing going on that's, and that's a good trail it's a good trail but but because of that whole thing going on he couldn't get the billy got a little weird so when the show came billy never showed up at the show uh, so eric dover had to sing the whole song and all these songs ain't talking about love i think we did we did panama we wow. did we started with eruptions we did you really got me i'm trying wow. to think we did we then we did um we did rebel yell with him we still did rebel yell yeah. because we rehearsed it but with Eric Dover singing. We did a whole bunch, a whole show we did with him. Um, wow. And it, it was really funny. So Eddie at the time, we're rehearsing and I have my GMP. It's a GMP was this company making the bases for us. And um, Betty Collins, thank you so much for your, your stupid sticker. And you, thank you very much, Betty, for that suite. Um, what, Eddie goes, Eddie was like fixing his guitar. So I go to John Karabi. I go, John, do me a favor. Watch this. And John's sitting next to me. And I go, Eddie, would you mind just intonating my bass? It's fretting out. He goes, I gave it to me, Stefan. Give it to me. So Eddie takes my bass. And he's like a mad scientist, if you 
he's like really into it. Like he's truly rock and roll. He's a scientist. Yeah. He's like, he's like messing with it. E string. Then he runs into the other room to the piano. Bing. Runs all the way back. And I go, then he goes, A string. Runs. Runs back. I go, Eddie, do you want my guitar tuner? Stefan. Ear. Here. Here. And then wow. I go, I, I look wow. at Karab. I look at Karabi and I go, he doesn't want my guitar tuner. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it was just, I could go on and on about the story. It's there's, so much, there's so much Amazing. more to go on. But then they, 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 Tishy, I, I left later to go home, to wash up. Brian Tishy and Sherinian, I wish that they were here right now because you could hear their version. They walked into the studio where Eddie's stuff was. And, um, oh, I was, I was there with them. I walked with them. So you had the fair warning guitar hanging up on the wall. The oh, famous wow. iconic guitar. And that's what Tishy said. Uh, not Tishy, that's what Derek Sherinian goes, Oh wow, man, that's the guitar. And Eddie goes, It's an effing piece of wood. Just like he like snapped. I'm like, Right, no big deal. Right, but no it was like deal. it was no big deal. And, and this is when out when um Wolfgang was learning to do um getting ready to play with Van Halen. So he had videos of rehearsals of him, Wolf, and Alex jamming. And he wow. was nobody knew about this at the time. Right. And Wolf is a kid. And we saw some of the videos that he was playing to us. And I'm like, wow, he sounds really good, the kid. Yeah. So it was just that experience of being at Eddie's house. And then I'll never forget my wife, because my wife at the time was my girlfriend. She's hawking me China over there about what time can we be there? Blah, blah, blah. Because there was it was so many people. There was a bus from Ventura busing people to the party. So wow. I'm like, so I go to Eddie, I go, my wife's my girlfriend's busting my chops. And he goes, Stefan! And he and I'm I'm giving Eddie Van Halen like he's and he hugs me. I go, I go, screw <laughs> her. And he hugs me. You see this? This house, Valerie Bertinelli. It's all about this is not me. And he hugs me. And I'm like, and I'm like this right now. And I'm looking at Karabi. And it was like, and, and wow. it, was, it was just, a, it was one of those surreal moments, but he was the nicest guy. I mean, he was re truly, really nice. It was an honor. And then it was videos going. And then he, that's what chased Billy Idol away. He goes, he goes, look, we're going to video the show. And he goes, you guys, uh, you know, being filmed with me, Ed Van Halen is not going to hurt you. Remember that? And I go, I looked at Billy Idol go, it's not going to hurt us. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, it's a good problem. Right. Is it going to be a problem? Is it going to hurt you guys? I go, no, you're Ed Van Halen. It's not going to hurt us. And no, Billy, no. it's like, Billy Idol mumbled. Rah, 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 rah. Yeah. He left, never showed back up. Wow. Just, so to this day, there's a bad video of us playing. It's out there. And Derek Shrini and I, we live on it and we, we hype it and, that's it. That's Corey Levinson, awesome. you, awesome. Betty Collins, thank you so much for the super sticker. I want to, Debbie Smith, thank you very much for that as well. Um, uh, Zildjian Symbols and uh, and good. How is Matt Cameron? Matt Cameron, awesome drummer. Awesome. Right? Soundgarden. Yeah. Soundgarden. That's right. Yeah. Do you guys know Matt Cameron? Pearl Jam. Yeah. yeah. Pearl Jam yes. too. Okay. Yeah. Um, and listen, Debbie, Debbie Smith, really quick. Are Zildjian Symbols good? They're great symbols. So are Sabian symbols. So are Pisces. If it works for you, and it it's like paint. It's like a, a canvas. If if it works for your style, then that's the thing. Nothing's better than than anything other. You just it's a preference choice. It's like do you like Coke or Pepsi, or do you like uh, what's better? There's nothing better. What you know? I prefer a, a Mexican Coke. In, 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 those are great. The glass. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Those, those are great. Right, Coke. John? Uh, Corey, what Corey? What's the matter? No, I just wanted to put a little context to your story. Uh -huh. um, that period of time was a very bad one for Eddie. And, and yeah. I'm glad that it was only a funny story. 
But that's right when Valerie left him. That's why the house was empty. Also, he was seen a lot during that time just drinking himself into oblivion at, at the Chateau Marmont bar. Mm-hmm. And uh, if the, there's the, a, the caring there's, reporter over here. Thanks, And there's Corey. an interview that he did with Howard Stern at that time that yeah. is the most embarrassing thing where, where he was stumbling around and was completely incoherent. And Howard and Robin were like, uh, hi, Eddie. It was wow. just, I don't, yeah. Is it, it, on, it's is a, it on YouTube? I, I don't know. I, I watched it on when he had Howard TV. So I never I, seen I don't know it. I never yeah. seen it. Was that Mike? Uh, I saw Eddie once. I was coming back with my friend Dario, who plays now he plays guitar in Black Label Society. We were coming back from uh, a Dodger game, coming up Coldwater Canyon. He was coming home from uh, the, the, the Casa Vega because he would always go there as well. I, he was in like a 57 Chevy truck. We turned our heads a summer night. We looked over, and he looked over at us, and he looked gray. He looked like a gray yeah. skeleton, and that wow. was like the worst. And I'm so glad he's turned it around. I've done work for for Wolfgang on his record. I, I, I have any stories we could talk about on another show, but he looked horrible. I couldn't believe it. Uh, he looked like – it, it, it was like maybe 12.30, 1 in the morning, probably drunk, leaving that place. He just looked like – like a gray skeleton, like gray. Right. Wow! Wow! It was horrible. Well, oh, oh, I'm yeah. so glad he's on the on the, on the other side. Of yeah, I want to show yeah. this to you guys right here. This, this is this. I showed it before on the show, but I don't think John has seen it. If I could find it, it'd be quick. Did you? So you worked with Wolf? You worked with Wolfgang? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's, it's a whole other thing. Yeah, and, and I met Eddie a long time ago when Mike Kling was a, a producer uh, that they were considering when they got Sammy up yeah. at fifty one fifty. So he. That that's for, oh, that's yeah. the house. There's me kissing Tishy. There's Eddie having a good time. There's Derek Sherinian. So you got Derek Sherinian, Dream Theater, <laughs> Sons of Apollo. At the time, they were in Billy Idol's band. Those two guys. Yeah. That's after the gig because you could see Tishy's uh, shirts all wet, and that was every. We're we're having a good time. And Eddie Van Halen, he really that's that was in his dining area, the dining room, and he was playing piano wow. for people. Wow. I have, I have a lot more pictures, and I gotta um dig them out and. I'll put them on my Patreon. I guess save it for the people. But hey, you know what? I got to do it, and it's funny. It fell on my lap, and here I was not a hardcore fan. But then after that, I did turn into a fan. Was he playing his best on that? Obviously, no. I mean, he was. He came out. I remember his shoe was like the hobo. Remember the old school hobo, hobo hobo statues you'd see as a kid. There's like an artist made them, and you can see like the cool like round. And you see the toes. He had like I remember like that whole like a train hobo. You know, back in the day, um, he had his toes sticking out. Oh God, he looked so cool. And then he had the guitar picks, and he was saying, "This is." People say, I got smoking cancer, and his teeth were all messed up. He goes, it's from these guitar picks, because he held them in his mouth. And then he offered us all free guitar amps, which none of us took. The crazy thing was, Eric Dover's girlfriend, this is the funny thing. At the time, Eric Dover had a girlfriend, and her grandfather was Clark Gable. Uh, That's what she was famous for, but she got wasted. And Eddie Van Halen's chick goes uh you know she, she was in, in our room and there's a shoe missing or something was missing or you know and we're like and also i turn around on the stay at a swimming pool also i turn around and i go dover we got to control your girlfriend and she's down the slide going down naked it was just a crazy party <laughs> it was just real rock and roll it was like almost like rolling stones cocksucker blues type thing and uh, it was a fun time it was a fun time 
Tonight. I mean, hey, Corey, Corey, don't Corey's looking like the concerned guy. Like, oh, that was a bad time in his life. I mean, it's a story, Corey. Of course. No, I'm glad your story was good. A lot of people's stories from that time weren't good. No, he was a nice guy. He was having a good time. Um, I couldn't drink as much as him. I tried to, and I didn't know nothing about wine. He's, I go, I go. Let me drink as much as Eddie. Let me catch up to Eddie, but I, I couldn't do it, you know. And uh, it's on the <laughs> internet, so there it is. That that's Stefan Dedica's. That's two minutes of everybody's life that you won't get back. Looking at Stefan. No, that was Stephen. great. But I was cooking with the kid. Sorry, I missed the show today. I'm at the lake. Hope oh. cooking with the kid. I want to thank you for that. And really quick, my buddy Jeff Kid, thank you for the super chat. Jeff Kid has a channel that I want to. Oh, my kid's coming in. That means the show's coming to an end. Which when the light, <laughs> when the kid runs around, the show's coming to an end. But really quick, I want to. You know, my buddy Jeff. Before I started my YouTube show, let's give him a round of applause. He likes to grill. He likes to smoke. Corey loves to eat corn. Go to YouTube, learn his recipes. Hey, cook for the family. It's a loving family time. Corey, Corey. Oh, hold on. Try, I'm try, talking try. to Liberty DeVito now. I'm getting Liberty. Oh, really? Because oh, Mike Rosano, wow. he says he's getting people. He never gets on. Hey, can you do me a favor, John? Maybe you know somebody that knows somebody. Help, Because I'm running out of guests. Maybe you know somebody has a story that want to be friends with me. I would love to put you in, <laughs> in, the, in the guest spot to be a guest host. And we bring somebody who wants to speak to Adika. It'd be a lot of fun. Okay. You do it? Oh, John, John, what's the largest crowd you play to? I was going to ask you that. Mm. Uh, probably, uh, we were talking earlier, we did play South Africa, uh, went back, w we did shows with uh, Metallica, and it was mm. huge rugby stadiums. And they were like wow. 80,000, 75,000, wow. 80,000. Uh, just crazy, insane. Hey, read this one, Oive. Stefan's the only person in the band that conveniently forget to put his wife, girlfriend on the guest list. Uh -oh. <laughs> I know who the comment that is. <laughs> that's my wife writing that one. And that's that's when Eddie Van Ant, he gave me the hug. Um, they Poor were, Amber. They were, yeah, and I got in trouble. And then I go, Eddie, women. He goes, and he hugged me. And that was the awkward hug. But, hey, people nowadays would pay lots of money to get a hug from Eddie, oh, right, yeah. for a meet oh, and greet. Yeah. And right. there I am. He kissed that's the, me. Right? right? Kissed me on the mouth. He did, right? He kissed me too. He did. It's, it's another story, yeah. Wait, what do you what do you got in your hand, Fazano? It's another story. What do you got? It's what do you what do you got? Story. Show what you got there. Nothing. Show you got a little something. Come on, show. Sensitive guy. Tiger. No, that's a, yeah, that's there great, it is. That's a great record. Since, since, thank you. Uh, these are a couple of Tiger Army. If you can find this one, Ghost Tigers Rise. That's it's a really that was my first record with them. This yeah. is the one we're supporting, and then there's a really cool EP we did. Awesome. Is that color? Is that colored vinyl, Mike? That small the EP. Yes, there's multiple colored vinyl, but I don't open them because I because I gotta have something to sell. No, vinyl. you got something. Did we go over skyscrapers? A question right here for, before we go. What skyscraper got there? No, he says question for everyone on the screen. What was your worst stage fright moment? Well, let Corey go first. <laughs> when I was on stage with you <laughs> and Ryan and enough's enough. You remember that? No. Tell us. Well, you know how you put you put me you, when I say I want to do something, you put me on there with somebody else, and you say, "Okay, Corey, you do it yourself." You pretty much did that uh -huh. one night, late night, New York, somewhere. I forgot where it was, but um, you all you guys took your instruments and you said, "Hey, this is Corey. He knows Dear Prudence." And there's like a hundred fifty. <laughs> I remember now. Yeah. Yeah, and and. I, and I don't remember. I like. I have to concentrate to get the to get the <laughs> intro right. And of course, I screwed it up, and the whole place goes boo. 
I remember that. You were so bad. But he had the bob haircut. He had scarves. And Corey's really short. He had bell-bottom pants on. He looked like he looked, Scott Stapp. He, he looked so bad. But he looked <laughs> hey, so... It, it hey, this so is my bad. friend Corey. He, he, thinks, he thinks he's a singer. <laughs> this guy over here. So Corey thought he was going to jam with the band. Go, Corey. Go, we, Corey. Corey goes up here. We're over there. When Corey comes up, we all went like this. Wonk, wonk, wonk. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. What, a, what, what about you, Fasano? What would you say on that one? Your worst stage fright moment? I think it was my first show back with Tiger Army. Uh, I, not my first. Yeah, my first show back after not playing with them for 10 years. I, I kind of felt like... I could, I was playing, but I felt like my arms were cement and I, and I, it was just, I was so nervous. And we have this intro that is like about three minutes. It seemed like it was 10 minutes. I had never heard it. Uh, this intro walk on mm-hmm. and I was, and I was just so like ner- nervous and it was like, and it was the angel of death uh, is, is the song and, and it's so creepy and it just wouldn't end. And I was just like sick. I didn't know when we were walking on, when it was going to end, you know, but yeah, just I don't know. That that's probably like 2015 Tiger. 2015. How about you, John? Me actually wasn't the first, but second show was Seether. So the first show we do uh, a small club venue in Riverside, California. Like I mentioned before, for the um, for the audition, I had learned like the entire first album. But anyway, they they sort of hired me, and we kind of hit the road. I was still listening at my time. I had an iPod, learning all the music, and we played Riverside the Club. It was a small club. The band hadn't really blown up yet, and so that wasn't too nerve-wracking. But our second show, we flew the next day to Mexico City to open for Evanescence in front of 22,000 people. And I'm still listening to my iPod and learning the songs. And the band had already been out on tour for a year with a couple other drummers, so they didn't really want to rehearse. And really short, we didn't even get sound checked. They just throw our gear up. Wow, and uh, I, I was so nervous, and I know what you mean by the uh, your arms feel like cement. I mean, they just just to feel like they weigh you down that they won't work for you. You you know, you're just kind of rattled. Luckily, the show went fine, but I was a nervous wreck for that show. A, a nervous wreck for that. How about you, Ive? Well, mine was we played a, a festival with Saving Abel and Hinder, and it was the time we went on was around three o'clock in the afternoon. And it was so hot, dude. They had a thing on the side of the stage that would show you your time, you know, going. And it also had the temperature. And it was 112 degrees and there was no breeze. And I remember thinking to myself, I'm going to pass the hell out. And and I look over at Fred, my drummer. We're like 30 seconds of the first song. And I'm already looking at him like, what the hell? And he's just going crazy playing. And, and I remember during the guitar solo, I went behind the monitors to throw up behind the stage because I was so... It was just, it was nauseating hot. Yeah. Nauseating hot. And I kept thinking, God, man, we got eight more songs to go through because, you know, we had like a 45 minute set. And I just, it was horrible. I really thought I was going to die. And I looked over one of our guitar players. He was looking at me the same way, like, God, we got to get through this. It was just, it was insane, insanely hot. No fans or anything blowing, no air. Natural. No. Wow. 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 I, I have nothing because I'm so perfect, you know, nothing, nothing, you know, I have no, I have no. Yeah, I have nothing, <laughs> you know, um, now, they, 
Now, the Adika way. No, you know what? Honestly, I, I want to show. I have a picture if I could get it in here. But it's not letting me upload too many things and pictures in the overlays. But it was my first gig with Didi Ramon um, before mm. I had before I did the band with Christian and all those guys. Um, God, you know Christian, think, don't you? You know Sean? Christian, the, the place in Stone Sour? Yes. Yes. Yeah. He Well, Christian and I, we were in the band with Didi together. Um, oh, wow. And, uh, but this is before Christian. Christian's going to be on the show here tomorrow, a matter of fact. So originally I got, I got a gig playing bass for Didi Ramon and his wife was in the band and Didi, I guess at the time, him and his wife, he was just like, okay, you know, he wanted to, she was playing bass. He was playing guitar. So okay. Didi switched playing guitar and he needed a bass player. So this place called Artists Worldwide, they were booking him. I was friends with the guy. He, um, uh, I got the gig. So the Ramones, you know, when I got the gig is like, it's ready. One, two, three, four. There's no space. She's like, do, 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 do. Right. So we Ramon played in, in, in Mexico, total Ramon style. And when you rehearse with Dee Dee, how you did the set was, there was no jam and you did it two, each song two times. Rockway Beach, Rockway Beach. You know, Sheena, Sheena. Lobotomy, Lobotomy. We would do the set like that at rehearsal. But when we got, Dee Dee would never really have a real set list. So when you got to the show, it was, in, it was like a Mexican bull ring for a plane. And I first got the gig. I didn't really know him. Some of the songs, when it gets loud, they sound the same. Like, Listen to My Heart, you know, yeah. like the rare Ramones one. So he goes into, one, two, three, four, and I, it Listen to My Heart, and I'm looking at the list. It's saying Commando. And yeah. I, forget, <laughs> I started Commando. He goes in the list of my heart because he, he, he couldn't see good Didi. And he went down the list, and, you know, he skipped like five songs. I'm like, yeah. what the hell, you know, is he doing? And, <laughs> you know, and that's... And that was my worst stage fright moment. I'm like, because you had all these raging, hardcore Ramon people. The Ramones are like Kiss fans. They're like, yeah. you know, you don't Die screw, hard. you don't screw it, Kiss stuff. You know, yeah. it's like, so that's how they were. They take it real serious. So they're, um, yeah, that was my embarrassing moment. One, two, three, four. No, it's not, in, it's not even that long. It's one, two, three, four. Yeah. Oh, uh, it was. It was just. <laughs> it was just like. Yeah, it was definitely an embarrassing moment. I go, I lost this gig. And that was the year when Bon Jovi had that song, It's My Life. Now it was, it's my life. Now, right. Now, now. It was yeah. it was that year. So that was my um, goofy uh, moment, screwing up a gig with Dee Dee Ramone. And uh, I was like, So oh, did you God. figure out real fast what had happened and, and switched well, to the... Well, well, yeah, I remember. I was like, I go, so that was a crazy, that was another crazy. We had two weeks in Mexico. And then Dee Dee started canceling all the shows. If somebody looked at them the wrong way, they would get pissed off. So I go, I go, oh God. I go, he's totally out of, out. and then we became friends. Like the movie Ed Wood, we became really good friends, Dee Dee and I. And then I figured right out afterwards, okay, this is how he operates. Lit, really, list. but the monitors were in Mexico. It was really, you couldn't hear anything. So my right. defense, I was right. just in a corner, couldn't hear anything. And, you know, everything sounds the same. You know, it wasn't, and then, I was looking at the list, but he went, he went to Sheena. He skipped the next one. He went down. Um, there was one time we played with him. I say for tomorrow, we played in Argentina and we did Warthog where he takes the mic and he starts singing. And, um, um, what you would call it? He would, uh, he fell on the floor. We thought he like collapsed. So it was wow. there's so many, there's so many great stories with Didi. And so, but my buddy, Christian Martucci, he's in a band called Stone Sour. Now he's going to be on the show tomorrow. And tomorrow is Christian's birthday, and it's also the anniversary of Didi Ramon's death. So we're wow. actually going to um, talk about our sto stories and tale tomorrow. 
and all that good stuff. Wait, I got somebody That'll in the comments. Cool. I got somebody in the comments. I'm sorry, everybody who's talking to me. If you have things in the comments, let me go back here really quick. Uh, Debbie Smith, I what's she right here? I wish <coughs> Stefan would answer me so I can set it up. Okay, Debbie. Debbie, rewrite because I don't know what you're talking about. So help me figure that out. Out. Really yeah. Smooth. While she's doing that, John, I, I've been meaning to ask you, what is your rarest kiss item? I know you had the the bell from the uh, Dick Clark show. Did you? Still I have do. It? I have uh, the fire, the original Firehouse bell that Paul would walk over and ring for Firehouse from the first tour. Oh, really? Yeah, and it has uh, the Kiss logo sort of engraved on it. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's that's probably that's and and a and a a fire extinguisher with like Mike, you know that the silver, the first sticker the band had with the kiss. Yeah, yeah, the promo the sticker. Yeah, yeah, it's it's stuck on that fire wow. extinguisher. So I kind of they came together. The guy sold me the bell, but he's like, "Oh, I've got this too." Uh, he owned a rehearsal space in New York City that the band used back in the day, and they left it. Wow, do you still have it right there by you? No. <laughs> It's not by me, no. I can uh, grab it though. I want to see it really quick. Oh, okay. Why not? Let's hey, give see me a second. Really, yeah, let's see that really quick. Let's I got look. this kiss, uh, big gulp. You, you look, you he's love, not impressed. He just left. You love the big gulp. Big gulp I want, you gave me, Stefan. Those cups are nice. Sticker. They're very nicely made. They really they're, are. They're worth something, you know. They're really yeah, nicely they're, made. They're, it's priceless. I'm not getting rid of it. It's all I got. <laughs> what is, <laughs> Corey. What, is Cor what, what do you got, Corey? I have a bucket. Schmucket head. Remember? You got you got the schmucket head. I got. I, I'm over here trying to fight with the internet. Any, hey, read the comments, Oyve, because I'm sorry if I missed anybody's comments. Debbie Smith, but you know what? In the meantime, I want to do a really quick shout out to all the cool patrons out there too. Before he comes back, if I get it, um, really quick, everybody, you guys becoming patrons, it's it means a lot to me. So we got, and if I say names wrong, I forgive. Um, it's been the Patreon account's been growing for me. So everybody. Um, the other guys have Patreon accounts too, so go in my descriptions and whoever your favorite guy is, give them some love. But we got Zandra, I got Brian, Gloria Salinas, Diane Brooks, Laurel Rosman, uh, Joe Lynn, John, Kenny B, Debbie Jackson, Rudy, one nine two six. Who? Hey, Rudy. Rudy's a big Rudolph Valentino fan, which I did a, a vlog. Crystal Joyce, um, and uh, if I missed anybody right now. I will do it tomorrow as well. And uh, really tomorrow. quick, tomorrow. tomorrow. Um, oh, and today, newest patron, Denise Kennedy, just became a patron uh, right now Denise, while the show is going on. So, Denise, thank you very much for being a patron as well. And thanks for your support. It makes the channel grow for us to get great guests and make it, you know, my wife doesn't hawk me China. And I go, look, I got something going on here. Can I do this for a living? You think I can make it work? So I appreciate it. And I love you guys for watching. Now, back to the guest. He has something special he wants to share. Show and tell with, us, with the artist. Let's Damn, see there it is. Wow. Oh, wow. Wow, that's cool. That is really cool. That is yeah. super cool. So if I'm you surprised. watch something like Mike Douglas, yeah, uh, Paul walks over, and when Gene would spit fire, he would ring this bell. And... Uh, They'd have the sirens going off and everything, but the bell was right there on stage next to the drums. I'm surprised you didn't get that, that sign, is... John. I know. Uh, I've you know since yeah, I met him a few, you know a couple times. Obviously, you know yeah. Mike. So, but no, I haven't had it signed. Man. Oh wow, that's pretty cool. That's awesome. They might want it back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's yeah. where hey, it went. Sign this. Hey, you know that was stolen. What? what? Yeah. 
Gene, oh, that's where it went. Gene will, Gene will only charge you $500 to sign it. Oh, I think Debbie's right. asking. She's asking if you want to interview Sharon and Ozzy. I would, you know, Debbie, I would love to. If you have somebody has a connection to it, I would wow. love. If, it'd be an honor. Uh, if Please, don't don't DM Oive. Uh, DM my <laughs> wife directly because I don't want to chase away Sharon with my bad bad handwriting. But yeah, I would love to. It'd be an honor. Um, my wife comes in here and drops me notes. See if I <laughs> I love That's it. I have, John story. Lennon had Yoko. I got Amber. Yeah. It's all good. It's all good. We all we all have, John. You know, we all have a Yoko in our life, right? You guys, right? I don't have You're a Yoko. I know. We got to find you a Yoko. You're I'm the Yoko. Yoko. You're the Yoko. <laughs> You're my Yoko, Corey. Okay. Oyve, Oyve. Let me ask you a question. You're friends with Lydia sure. Chris, right? Yeah. You ever hit on her? Lately, no. no you, but have no. you ever? <laughs> you ever no. You, have oh. you ever? Have you ever tried no. to hit on her? Is she single? No, she's not single. Um, she has somebody. You never yeah. flirted with her? No. Okay. You know, I thought maybe what? you'd want you want to just be where Peter was. I thought maybe it'd turn you on somehow. Now Lydia Cornell, that's different, but <laughs> Okay, okay. Just Lydia saying. Cornell. Lydia, if you're I... watching. <laughs> there it goes there it goes. And all right. What else? There goes the show. There goes the show. Hey, I gotta I gotta Look, okay, I Debbie Smith. Debbie, I have a connection. I know her. Debbie Smith. I would love that. It would be. It Very would cool. be great. It, oh, Christian Martucci. He's, he's texting me now. Stuff. He liked an image. Sure. Chris, you, have you played with Stone Sour? Yes. Yeah. Oh, I so figured you, you guys did. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you know Christian really well. Probably you probably met him, right? Yes, I met him. Yeah. Big big Kiss fan. Another yeah. one. He he has the action figures and nice. um, really great guy. Funny, I should say these stories for tomorrow because it's the anniversary of Didi. How he got, how I turned, how he turned down the gig from Jared Leto's band, and I convinced him to join Didi's. It was yeah. it's, there's so much stuff to go on. <laughs> wow. This is all going to be on tomorrow's show. We're going to all cool. capture it. But he's a huge Kiss fan. He has the Kiss dolls, and he's a real show. John, movie. show John your figure. Hold on, this is pretty. Cool. It's not a doll. It's a figure. It's a it's it's an action figure. So my buddy, who's the demon. The re the wrestler, right? He called me yesterday. Yeah. He called me yesterday. Really nice guy. Yeah, he went. He I'm was back. on a guest on the show, and then he had that made for me. Oh wow! A, it's a Stefan action figure. It's a coffee talk. <laughs> How cool is that? That's amazing. It doesn't come with the ego though. It's just by itself. Yeah, that's right. It doesn't come with the <laughs> ego. It's just by itself. Ego, <laughs> the ego, ego sold separately. Ego sold separately. <laughs> it's sold separately. But you know what? You could actually get your own figures made. It's it's called myfaceonafigure.com. It's the people who make a lot of those new Kiss dolls. But look yeah. how cool it's cool. It looks like the John Varvatos suit. I actually really I have a John Varvatos um, suit when Kiss did the campaign for John Varvatos um, when they did their residence at Hard Rock in Vegas. Um, they were getting a discount. So wow. Eric goes, go down there and tell them that you're friends with me. And so, and without them knowing, the guy made the doll with the same exact suit that, that I had. That cool? Yeah, the suit Did they just use a photo? Did, I don't know. Yeah, they, they, you could send them, they could send a picture. There's a little beard like I have at the, at the bottom. Wow. I, I kind of look like wow. Justin. I kind of look like Justin Timberlake, but but it's good. <laughs> me, Who's, me. Whose outfit was that? Was that Prince? It was somebody else's. Oh, oh, George Adam West. Washington. It's the Adam. I think it's uh, Bruce Wayne's oh, outfit. Yeah. They they took. Okay, but it, it's so cool. That's it's awesome. real. It's that's really awesome. cool. Um. So yeah, that's really cool. It's fun. I always wanted to have an action figure. My brother-in-law. Drop a name really quick. A couple of years ago, we went to Thanksgiving. So my brother-in-law, his middle brother, you know, his, got everything in the world. There's nothing you can give this guy. So I remember standing there. And Who is he? All the figures. 
and he gave it to his brother right in front of me. I'm thinking, oh, that's pretty cool. Like it's like those figures, you know, with the big heads and they're like, you know, bobbleheads almost. Right. What are those things called? They're, they're kind of popular. No, it's oh, like Funko, the Funkos. Oh, yeah, yeah, figures. yeah. So yeah. my brother-in-law yeah. Carl made it for his brother. His brother's John Mayer. So I remember standing by them and and I was like, wow. Not only is he a rock star, he's like world known and gets every hot girl in the world. Now he has an action fit. He has like a little thing because yeah, right. Carl got it custom for him. And I was jealous. I was like, I want my sister didn't do that. You know, his wife for me, like Stefan, <laughs> like like the bum of the family. Like, you know, it's like a homeless looking doll. You know, no, it's called it's called no career, Stefan. You got no, John no Mayer. Package. You got John Mayer who has everything. Guy got great. I mean, let's look at John Mayer. I'm sure if my sister's watching, she ne ne doesn't even call me anyway. But but my brother-in-law, we play pool on Facebook. But John got the good. Hey, got every chick in the world. And then you got you got Schlappadika. Mine would be the best one. The receding hand, <laughs> no career. It comes with a tent oh. on the corner, living on a tent. No nice package. Doesn't oh, come in a package. With, the, with, with, with welfare stamps, you know, with the family, the four-year-old. Then I got the additional, the family edition with the wife. The yelling wife, my wife could have Blue. a big rag on it, you know. <laughs> you know, it's like, and then you have the yelling kid named Brooklyn, and you press the button, it yells, Dad, I want water, I want water. My my doll collection would be a million dollar set. So, if anybody wants to make an, you got an it. action figures of the Adika family, it'd be better than any Simpson dolls that you can make out there. It's just, it's just Stefan, a tent, and his family living in today in your house. That's right, buy Stefan's family dolls, give them a home. <laughs> I forgot the connection. Is John Mayer your brother-in-law? No, Carl Mayer is married to oh, my right, sister. Right. But if you speak to my sister, you know, she's like Lady Di of the Mayors now. You gotta get. I gotta make an appointment to speak to you gotta my make sister. An appointment. Yeah, gotta yeah. make an appointment. It's like the Godfather. You know, we had to make an appointment to see Michael Corleone. My sister <laughs> gotta make an appointment. But it's yeah. But Carl, my brother, he's great. Nice guy. Um, not so good at pool. You know, Facebook pool. But he's a great guy. And. uh <laughs> Yeah, he's great. But that that's my cool. my 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 little you got to know a lot about me, John. John, yeah. Saturday night, let's make a day. Let's do talking wax together. Okay. We'll have a lot of fun. I'm you, in. You me and Oiva. That's it. You'll cool. you'll be a Saturday night. Um, John, um, I'm gonna put in the descriptions any any websites, anything you want to put in there, anything you want to do, shout out, promote anything, or you know, anything that Yeah, you the band I spoke about before, uh the Nixons, we reunited a couple of years back and we actually just put out an EP. It's called Sonic Boom. So you can check out our socials. Our website is uh, uh the Nixons and uh our Facebook is everything's the Nixons Official. We're on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. But uh yeah, we're getting ready to we we the EP is available digitally now on Spotify and Apple and everywhere. But uh, next week will be uh, the vinyl will go on sale, and then Cedar hopefully will be touring. You know, like we spoke about earlier, either later this year or hopefully next year, a new album to come. A new album, right? Right here, yeah. Right here, and then what do we got over there? What do you got there? Yeah, it's the Nixons. That was. Uh, our independent release back in the '90s, we actually mm -hmm. just put it out on vinyl about a year ago. We, you know, vinyls yeah. had a, such a huge resurgence, so we we, thank, we put that. Thank you, John. Yeah, man. Oh, that's pretty. That's pretty cool, man. My my yeah. my wife, Coffee Talk with a Digital Live Brooklyn, asked why are you talking about her. Uh, Debbie Smith, please get in contact with my wife because we'd like to make that happen. Coffee Talk, Amber, get in touch with Debbie on that. Uh, Oyve, what do you got? Promoting Tame Fury. Where no, this is John. This is the Nixons. Oh. That's an, are you, the Nixons. Did you guys ever play the coconut teaser? Because the name is so familiar. Yes. I wanted, I oh, yeah. I wanted yes. to ask you that. Were you guys yeah, like a coconut? Yeah, play the dragonfly. 
Yeah, I remember yeah. that. You remember oh, uh, Fasano? You remember that? They you yeah, guys played totally. a lot, a lot. Coconut the Nixons. Teaser. Yeah, the coconut. Len the Fagan. Reason I didn't remember you. Was the hair? You had really short. Yeah, it was short. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. You know what? Because I think you. Because I was in a band. We were in a band. Fasano and I called uh, uh, Dad's Porno Mag. But then I left the band to join a band, the Comatones, and there was a band, the Hangman, that used to play all the time. Okay. Um, yeah. And they were like a. Uh, that that scene but anyway but i remember the nixons playing around i remember betty the, before betty blowtorch they were called butt trumpets so it might have been around that era oh but, yeah yeah and betty blowtorch which was a friend of my bianca she got unfortunately passed away in a car accident um they were a great duff produced their record but they were a great band the crazy thing about that was she passed away in december and i remember and she's buried at hollywood forever where the, the, everybody's buried and then and then in june Didi passed away. It's like I went to two funerals at one, and that, wow. that she was time. she was on our way to a show here in Houston. That's when that happened. That happened. Yeah, she had my base yeah. cabinet, my base uh, cabinet. I lent her around that time. Then I had to get it back. It was such an awkward. I actually want to do a show about Betty Blowtorch because there's a documentary on Netflix about them and and Sharon and the girls. They 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 tell the tale, and I like to maybe get them on here. It'd be an interesting story. But they were a great band, great great rock and roll band. But um, yeah, I'll put all the descriptions to everybody in here. Mike Fasano. You know, I'll put a description there. Corey Leventon, it's been a gem to talk to you. <laughs> I will be replacing Joe Perry and Aerosmith. Yeah, yeah. Cor Hot buckethead. Corey, Corey was wonderful. You know what? You guys stay right here for a second before we tune out here. Everybody, tomorrow we're going to be back here. Um, really quick, my buddy Christian Martucci is going to be here from Stone Sour. That's Christian. That tattoo on his neck. Um, oh, it's on the other side. I remember we were on, on tour with Didi Ramon, and when he's getting his neck, neck tattooed, he was laying there with a needle. And I go, that's going to be a great look for your job at uh, Circuit City. And he got all pissed off at me. <laughs> but anyway, he'll be here tomorrow, and we are going to celebrate tomorrow a celebration of the life of Didi Ramon tomorrow on Coffee Talk. I want you guys to be here. I want to give a big thank you for John Cuffs. At the, uh, can't say, I can't even say it right, Corey. You got me paranoid of see there see there i'll do it hollywood uh, john humphrey of see there coming in uh, matt sorum voice you know i'm matt sorum john of see i don't do no tv nothing until the book comes out matt rocking matt all right john th <laughs> Thanks, i want to i want to thank you for coming stay right there john ken thank you for the outro here's a new outro Check it out. Adika has an outro. This is Coffee Talk tomorrow, 8 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, on your lap, on your laptop, in your bedroom with your loved ones. Let's open up Adika to your heart. Be good. Yeah. Now get out of here, you crazy kids. Go love somebody. It's coffee.